I remember it was like 2015, 16, somewhere around there. And uh, Rodney Hudson, our center, had just went to uh, Oakland. And there yep. was a big question like, Raiders. oh, man, where are we going to go with uh, centers? And I'm like, man, I went up to John Dorsey, who was our GM at the time. I was like, John, I know it. I know a center. He's He might be tied up with another team right now, but I know a center. If you want to go get him, he would. I think you'd fit in perfectly. You tried to get the Chiefs to trade for him? 1,000% every year. Well, not now. Now you guys got Creed Humphrey. Yeah, no, we don't need you now. <laughs> Welcome back to New Heights, ladies and gentlemen, presented by Wave Sports and Entertainment and brought to you by our friends at Fireball, the pound-for-pound pound undisputed champions of the world. Whoa. A wonderful and delightful cinnamon delight new episodes of new heights come to you every single wednesday ladies and gentlemen but uh subscribe on youtube and wherever you get your podcasts and follow the show on all social media platforms at new heights show jason talk to us brother what we got coming up yeah we got another great episode trav we got uh some free agency news to uh to touch on between the eagles and chiefs oh. we get on all these rumors surrounding uh the eagles a lot and chiefs, of rumors a lot of as rumors. well as a, a fantastic interview with my man rich eisen oh. uh, unfortunately trav could not be there he wasn't it's at my the guy combine too, for this man. one that's uh, my guy but man he, it's it's a doozy and uh after that we're also going to touch on a little bit of pokemon i guess uh pokemon so, is it pokemon yeah. or pokemon Pokemon. Hmm. I think it depends on where you're at in the world. But first, as always, new news. New news. Still a top five podcast, despite yeah! fighting off all these uh, basketball and top free five, agency live sports uh, podcasts. Uh, and it's thanks to all of you. The 92 percenters have kept this show going strong in the offseason. So thank you for tuning in. Before we get to comments, we're going to tell you guys the biggest news. The biggest. We're officially doing a live show. It's live. That's right. For the draft, the Wednesday before Thursday, round one. That usually happens. Wednesday comes before Thursday. That's right. In Kansas City, we're going to be doing a live episode on live. April 26th at the Kansas City Music Hall. April um, 26th at the Kansas yeah. City Music Hall. We're yeah. really doing this, huh? It's, it's. I mean, those are dates and a venue. That means we're really doing this. Wednesday, April 26th at the Kansas City Music Hall. Yeah, it's going to be produced by the Wave Sports Entertainment crew, as well as uh, being brought to you by Live Nation. I'm sweating. Um, this is, I'm yeah, sweating right now. It's real deal. This is intense. We're not, yeah, I don't know if we're ready for this, ready but for it's, it's going to happen. <laughs> New Heights live in person um, and all of our usual uh, bullshit. So... <laughs> We will have uh, some surprise guests. We're going to have a bunch of giveaways in hell. Maybe we'll even sign your baby. Uh, mm. We're going to have a little baby signing station. That's bring right. your baby and bring <laughs> earmuffs for them because right. uh, we are not censored and we are live. <laughs> <laughs> Tickets are going to be available for purchase via Ticketmaster starting Friday, March 24th at 10 a.m. Ooh, and uh, Ooh. I don't know how big the venue is. That's so two I'd days be... before it jumps off. That's gonna be a... man. That's gonna be crazy. No, no, no. We're gonna see March twenty fourth. The event. That's is gonna April be a 26th. month and two days before. That's gonna be <laughs> wild. <laughs> At ten a.m. Is that Eastern time? I'm assuming it's Eastern time. I, I mean, the whole world runs on Eastern time, other than uh, you guys. the Midwest, and the, the Mountain Time, and the Pacific. Except when you say ten a.m., you say everybody outside of the Eastern time zone. Yeah, but when somebody says 10 a.m. without specifying, what do they what do they mean? Midwest. <laughs> Central time. All right, let's get to the fan mentions of the week. We had a lot of comments this week. 
A lot of you seem to enjoy the uh, Harry Potter talk, although some people thought it was a little weird that a sports talk uh, show was talking about Harry Potter. But created some buzz. Created yeah, some nonetheless, buzz. we got a lot of buzz, um, as well as our workaholics uh, poop dollar yes, conversation. It, it, uh, it got so much buzz, it was uh, commented on by Blake Anderson. Oh, um, I think we all man. know Blake Dude, from Workaholics. Uh, felt honored that he... Uh, uh, was inspired to comment on that little clip on Instagram, um, as well as Backstreet Boy Kevin Richardson, Kev, which big yeah, Chiefs fan, honest, baby, big Chiefs well, fan. I'm going to be honest. I was always more of a Backstreet Boy than an NSYNC boy. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. You were. Where were you at? That was the were battle you in the house. Yeah, no, I had the NSYNC album. That was like the you, battle in the house, man. You had. The you're Backstreet just album, taking NSYNC, NSYNC now album. because you're buddies with Justin Timberlake. That's the only no, reason you're taking NSYNC. No, now. we were blaring that back. Backstreet back. All right. Dun, 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 dun. The fact that you're calling yourself a boy band fan right now is fucking. I mean, yeah, I, I wasn't it, a boy. I'm, I was a boy band fan then. I'm not a boy band fan necessarily now. But I feel like when you grow up with them, you you retain that knowledge. Those nine, those nine, that through. '90s era was a little different, yeah, yeah. man. Backstreet Boys, uh, In Sync, uh, 98 Degrees, Ooh, Cincinnati, no, Nick Lachey. Uh, All right, now. All right I but, see you, Jason. Um, you know you're more yeah. O Town. I'll never uh, forget when I was on a bus to some summer camp and somebody told me about Backstreet Boys. I was like, what the heck is Backstreet Boys? And then I listened to it and I was like, this stuff's like, pretty oh, good. You were like, oh, this is Backstreet Boys? I got told in the same bus ride about Backstreet Boys and WWF, two things I had known nothing about. And they both ended up being an enormous part of my childhood. So uh, thank you to the skinny kid that was sitting next to me. I forget what your name is. But, um, <laughs> It was awesome. <laughs> he was a skinny kid, though. He need to eat. Yeah. You got to eat, kid. You want to be a... <laughs> I'll tell you what. He knew his WWF and his uh, and his Backstreet Boys. Let's do it, man. I love it. Shout out to Kev Richardson, man. Why did you like NSYNC more? Gosh, man. I mean, it, JT just had they the certainly star power, better. man. He yeah, just had JT, that star power. He did. Yeah. He had the star power. You, you've always been more of a dancer. And I feel like NSYNC was definitely a more choreographed dancing crew. Whereas Backstreet really know. just fo- focused on the vocals. I can see that though. I can see where you're going with that. A little, wait, definitely more flashy for sure. I mean, right? Yeah, for sure. And I was a, I was a big Mickey Mickey Mouse Club kid. No, you were not. Timberlake, Britney Spears, Christina Aguilera. Were they all in Mickey Mouse Club? I don't know if Britney Spears was. I know Christina. I don't Aguilera think she was. was. Yeah, there were some well, other people. Somebody, in that somebody else in there. Goofy. Who am I thinking of. Who else was in there? I don't know. I don't know either. I forget. Oh. There was there was one other. There was one. They other. were all in there along with Ryan, Ryan Gosling. Ryan Gosling. That's that the, the one I was one. missing. I yeah. knew it. I knew it was a star-studded crew. I remember seeing those little uh, videos of him in Mickey Mouse uh, Club when La La Land was uh, making the rounds. Look at you. Great movie. Great movie. Look at you. I, I think La La Land won an Oscar. Yeah. I didn't even need to go to the Oscar party. <laughs> Saw that. <laughs> <laughs> All right, but what we really got everyone going last week was obviously the Harry Potter segment, uh, the Jason Kelsey sorting hat in the, of NFL players into Hogwarts houses. Yeah, uh, for some reason, a bunch of people thought that I belonged in Hufflepuff, which is preposterous. Um, <laughs> let me tell you, what what's crazy about the Hogwarts houses and just really uh, Harry Potter genre, they've had to expand it for all the fans. Right. So now Hufflepuff actually has like a meaning and like a reason. But I read the books. All right. You ain't fooling me. There was Gryffindor. <laughs> there was Slytherin. There was Ravenclaw. And literally in the books, it says, and Hufflepuff took all the rest. 
Hufflepuff is just leftovers, all right? The smarties were in Ravenclaw, the goodies were in Gryffindor, and the baddies were in Slytherin. It's as simple as that. Listen, You don't need to overcomplicate this, and I ain't no fucking Hufflepuff, all right? There ain't nothing wrong with leftovers, Jason. I love some good leftovers. Listen, right. you need leftovers. Everybody need, needs leftovers. That's what I'm saying. You don't need I'm a little bit too ambitious, though. Everybody's playing this Harry Potter game and thinking Hufflepuff is some noble house to be in. It's not a noble house to be in. <laughs> All righty. We also asked Twitter uh, to give us the name of this Harry Potter book and uh, of the Harry Potter book of this picture. And um, you guys did not disappoint. No, there were some uh, good ones. There were some Matthew good ones. Matthew Neary, Harry Potter and the Goblet of Fireball. Mm. I think Fireball is going to like that name. Uh, right we now. also got uh, Harry Potter in the Magic House yeah, from J.J. Martinez, clearly drawing inspiration from uh, Travis's uh, new Hogwarts house, the Magic House. Harry Potter's um, real house. <laughs> we also got Stephen uh, Galone, Harry Potter and the Cursed Jabronis. I like that. That's my mm, favorite one so far. Baby. Haley Crane, Harry Potter and the Fight for Hermione. Not bad. Right over your head? Yeah. Right over it. That's no all right. We'll, we'll move on. Um, booming soon. Harry Potter and the Masters of the Wonder League. Ooh, I don't know if we're Masters of Wonder League, man, but uh, I can see that's a fun name to we're say. We're certainly though. not. Masters of Wonder League um, is a fun one. Kirk Cousins probably is, being a Ravenclaw guy. Yeah. Um, Wasn't it? Didn't like, Bill, Colt, Bill McCoy, didn't Colt McCoy like, ace it? Didn't he, didn't he like? I don't know, Trev. I, I know that uh, Ryan Fitzpatrick, I think, got like a perfect score, if I'm not mistaken. There you go. That's what I meant. I don't know if you if it goes in the A B C D realm. So Ace it might have been the wrong one to say, but yeah, that's what I was going alike, for, you know, Jason. They're, they're both white quarterbacks. Yeah, they look alike. Um, we also got Harry Potter in the Tush Push by K Kmart. The Tush Push. Yeah. Of all of them, I like the Cursed Jabronis. That's my favorite, or that's the Goblet of Fireball. Actually, I'm lying. I like Harry Potter in the Magic House. The Magic that's House. Something simple know. about it. Now, because we love doing these kinds of segments with you guys, and somehow uh, we actually got Trav to kind of take part in the Harry Potter segment, which he had no previous knowledge of or anything Dude, I about. love that ride at, at Disney World. We also uh, got another one coming up later in this show, uh, but right now we actually got to talk some football first. Ooh, that um, is right. We got a good one. Actually, we got to talk about... No, that's right. Did you post that you what house you got in? Or is that just something that we know? No, that's just something we know because I felt way too much of a dweeb to actually tweet out that I made a profile on HarryPotter.com just to yeah. take a test that I had no idea what it was even asking me. I was in a whole different world there for about 10 minutes. In the words of the great uh, Maury Povich, uh, what did the test results reveal? <laughs> I don't even know what that reference was. And now I'm scared to tell you. I was a uh, Gryffindor. I was in Harry Potter's house. I and there was, there was honestly, there was there's nothing to skew it. There's a lot of people, it. Saying, lot of people saying you it. belonged in Slytherin. I immediately called out Jason for when he said that he was in Gryffindor because it's like, if you know what house you want to be in, you can skew the answers of the test to like be in that house. So I think Jason kind of skewed his that. answers. I don't. I, I don't went know that's in blind. True. I, was I just clueless. answered everything honest. I was just clicking on shit. I said I wanted to walk through the the, the the forest path. I was a big forest path too. Yeah. I, I mean, we both one. got in Gryffindor, so I think we had a you lot think, of. All right. Answers. So anybody that wants to be in Gryffindor, just pick forest path. Well, stop giving away the answers. You know, we don't want anybody <laughs> to get into Gryffindor that doesn't belong in Gryffindor, Travis. <laughs> that's how you fuck up Gryffindor. You're gonna have Slytherins all wandering the halls, or, or much worse, Hufflepuffs. 
All righty, before we keep going, we got to talk about one of our partners. Which one? Fireball. Ooh, Fireball takes any event to the next level, especially celebrating a big game. That's right. Fireball's iconic cinnamon flavor tastes fire and goes down easy, making it the ultimate crowd pleaser. That's why it's the number one shot in the country. Jason, you know what I like about Fireball? Probably it's cinnamon taste, but what what are you going to tell me? It is a cinnamon delight, but what I really like about the Fireball shooters is that there's no shot glass needed. You can just crack that thing open and knock it back. That's right. Taste that cinnamon Um, delight in one gulp. Jason, are you a big (laughs) Fireball guy? Huge. It's the number one shot in the country for a reason, Trav. Just crack it. Enjoy it. You can purchase Fireball wherever you get your fine spirits. All right now. If there's one thing I get asked all the time, it's how do I maintain my health in the rigorous NFL season? And the answer is simple. I take AG1 by Athletic Greens every single day. What? Man, you guys probably didn't expect that. I know I didn't. But uh, Jason Kelsey sounds like a big greens guy. Are you a big green guy? Trav, this is way more than basic greens. It's like nine products in one. Just one serving of AG1 covers all your basic nutritional needs and supports long-term gut health with 75 vitamins, minerals, and whole food source, high-quality ingredients. Mm, Well, if you're listening to this show and been saying, man, I want to be as healthy as Jason Kelsey, you're in luck because Athletic Greens is giving you guys an incredible deal with five free travel packs plus one-year supply of vitamin D. And we all know how good vitamin D is. Like Travis just said, uh, Athletic Greens is giving you a free one-year supply of vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. Yep, and this is their best offer yet, and you can only get it at athleticgreens.com slash newheights. That's athleticgreens.com slash newheights. Before we move on, if you're looking to get out of the house, you got to check out our friends over at SeatGeek. They're here to help with the best deals on tickets. All right now. And with over 28 million downloads, SeatGeek is the number one ticketing app. We only deal with the number ones over here, baby. You know what I'm saying? And there are more That's right. there are more than 70,000 events every single day on SeatGeek. That blows wow. my mind. Uh we're in, I mean, it's including concerts, sports, festivals, uh much more. Yeah, this summer alone, you're going to have your options between the NBA playoffs, NHL, Taylor Swift, uh, Drake just announced he's doing a tour and a ton of other stuff. Trav, are you looking to try and get out to any of these? I mean, NBA Finals, I always try and get to at least one one NBA Finals game, uh, depending yeah. on who's playing. Um, I haven't been to I, – I, I went to one NHL Finals game uh, a couple years ago when Who the St. Louis Blues um, played the somebodies Bruins? and lost. They lost. No, Bruins? Uh, was it the Bruins? They beat him. They I, beat him in the NHA the, finals. They beat yeah. him in the finals, but they lost the game that I went to pretty bad. Got him. Um, so I felt like I was bad luck, bad juju. But no, I'm looking forward to all those. And then Drake, I, I, I feel like I've been to every single concert uh, that he's had had on tour. So I'm definitely going to check this all next right, one now. out. Um, and SeatGeek is great because uh, they put all the tickets across the web in one place to make sure that you're getting the best deals. Each ticket is rated on a scale of one to ten. So make sure you look for those green dots. Those mean good. Uh, red dots, not so good. So, uh, yeah, they make it easy on you. Makes sense. All righty. Well, uh, you know we came through for you guys. Uh, you can use our promo code KELSEY20 for $20 off tickets at SeatGeek. That's $20 off your first purchase with promo code KELSEY20. Make sure you click the link in the description to download the app. And, uh, yeah, let's get back to the show. All right now. 
All righty, let's get on to the football segment of the show. Let's tee up the bold topics. No longer 12 bold topics because we don't know how many topics we're even talking about Who knows how many topics we're getting into. So let's sprinkle in the recap of all the NFL free agency tabs. If that sentence even made sense. Yeah, it makes sense to me. And we're going to start start with the Chiefs. Let's start with the Chiefs, baby. Who did uh who do we who haven't we talked about yet? The Chiefs have officially uh signed from last week uh defensive end Charles Amenahue mm-hmm. uh signed a two year contract with a value of twenty million dollars. Ten million dollars a year must be a pretty good defensive end. Twenty million dollars. Where was he from? Is that the guy that was San in uh, San Fran? Francisco. Dude, that's a good player. You're good gonna player. enjoy that guy. Yeah, we are. R- runs games really well, explosive, uh Ooh. comes inside on third down. Talk to us. Talk to uh, us, Safety Mike, Mike Edwards signed a one-year, $3 million deal to solidify the back end of the Chiefs. I like it. I like that. That pickup is good, man. He's a ball hawker, man. He, he doesn't like solidifying I like back defensive end. backs that can catch the football, and Mike is one of them. Are you sure? There's nothing more frustrating than seeing a guaranteed pick just, just go right through someone's chest. I just agree. Just hit somebody right in the chest. I agree. Oh, yep. Yeah. How did we get a, here? It's a disheartening um, feeling. Yeah, yeah. no, I, I, I like that pickup a lot, man. And obviously, uh, we lost my guy, Juan Thornhill, to the uh, to the Cleveland Browns, baby. He's up in he's Cleveland. He's going to Cleveland? The he's, in the, he's in the homeland, baby. He's going to live on the west side or the east side. All those guys live on the west side. They're all west side guys. You already know if we if we ever went back to Cleveland, we'd be east siders for life. But for it's, sure. uh, yeah, I respect it. I respect it. There's no well, freeways on the east side. Well, just, well, you wha- can't get anywhere fast. So I get it. Juan isn't the only guy you guys lost. You guys lost quite a bit. Andrew Wiley signed with the Commanders. My guy. $24 million deal. Big Drew. I Colin love that Saunders. Dude, I love it, Andrew, man. We're going to miss him a lot. Colin Saunders, yeah. another dude that I absolutely love. These are like locker room favorites, man. Like uh, It's well, going to yeah. be interesting. This is the hard part. When you're a good team, uh, you realize that a lot of these players are going to get picked up. Uh, whenever you've done well and win the Super Bowl, usually means you play pretty well. Um, yep. That's teams usually want how it those goes. guys in their locker rooms. Serving. Yeah, Sir Banky is gone. Agreed to a three-year deal worth up to 14 and a half with the Saints. Deserves every bit of it, man. The big one, obviously, is uh, Orlando Brown. Signed a four-year, $64 million contract that includes $31 million signing with... It stings. The Bengals. Ah, oh, it stings. He went he's to the officially, dark side. He's officially in Slytherin. Ah, he went to how, the dark side. How do you feel about this? It hurts. It hurts my yeah. soul, man. It hurts my soul. It's like... Watching your best friend just turn evil on you. Yeah. It's kind of how we felt when Javon signed with the 49ers uh, last week. Yeah. Um, that's tough, man. He, um, obviously, I mean, the past, like, two years, we've struggled beating the Bengals. So there's been a lot of, like, buildup and emotion of, like, I would say not necessarily hate, but just, like, dislike towards the Bengals because sure. they keep beating us and they, they keep talking about it every time they do. So it's like, man – to see him go to the dark side, man, it's uh, it's an awkward feeling. Obviously, hope that he has a absolute Hall of Fame career. You know what I mean? Wish yeah, nothing but the best for Ob. He was an unbelievable leader, an unbelievable teammate on and off the field. We got countless memories that I'll fucking cherish. Um, yeah. But obviously, uh, him going to the dark side is on and popping. Ob, do you think the mayor helped uh, recruit him? I don't. I have no idea if the mayor <laughs> is he even still the mayor. I thought he resigned. Um, and then we lost Juju Smith-Schuster <laughs> to the New England Patriots, which was – that hurt, man. Another guy that came in was really the leader of that wide receiver group for us last year uh, to be the first year 
be a first year guy on the team and to kind of you know take the take the group and and really just set the tone for work ethic and uh, and and attention to detail and things like that for a lot of the young guys can't say enough about what Juju was for us last year and I'm sure he's just going to transition that over to New England and help New England be yeah. a better team man without a doubt I'm happy uh, I'm happy he got paid you, you can't hate you know what I mean? You can't help but uh, but appreciate guys that you love go out and get paid, man. Hell yeah. And uh, all That's the guys that about, you just baby. listed right there, Andrew Wiley, Colin Saunders, Juan Thornhill, Orlando Brown, Juju, all those guys, man. I love to see those guys get paid, man. Yeah. I mean, what do you think? Uh, do you think he introduces Belichick to TikTok finally? The big TikTok guy? I don't know. It sounds like a fun challenge, though. Dude, Juju, you got to get you got to get Bill on a TikTok, man. Just do a quick one. Just do a quick one. He doesn't even know he's on it. You know what I mean? Just kind of flash him. Flash the camera on him. Uh, moving on to the Eagles, who have been busy since uh, we last talked. Boy, uh, have we. The guys that have officially been signed are uh, a big one. Marcus Mariota signed a one-year deal with the Eagles, $5 million that could reach up to eight. Um, a guy that the Eagles have been trying to get since 2015. You guys almost <laughs> traded your entire organization just to get this guy in the draft. Chip Kelly has been yeah, those are the dying. He's been dying to get this guy to the Eagles, and he finally got what he wanted. The Eagles <laughs> finally pick him up. Um, I don't know that. Yeah, yeah, I don't know if he still <laughs> wants him there. But either way, uh, Marcus is. Uh, I mean, he sent me home in the playoffs one time. He's a great quarterback. I think it's a fun pickup for you guys. I think he's a guy that you know can come in and uh, and win you guys ball games if needed, and yeah. um, and run a Jalen Hurts style offense. Yeah, I think that's the biggest thing. Is obviously he's had a lot of success in the league. Uh, former top pick overall, and he, you know, he can do the read option. He did it all in college. That's why Chip was rumored to be interested in him, if not for sure interested him in 2015. You know, he'll be able to do some things that that we'd like to do with, with Jalen Hurts, and yeah. uh, won't have to completely change things up. So, um, yeah, excited to see and and meet Marcus Mariota. I've never met them, so yeah. Me neither. I don't think uh, I might have just dapped him up one time in the Pro Bowl. Fletcher Cox resigns, which was a huge uh, guy to bring back. Obviously, big time leader and a legend in the city of Philadelphia. Uh, he for was the one we were waiting for. One million dollars. We were waiting one, for him. One year, ten million dollars worth every freaking penny. Uh, Fletch weighed in on uh, on our Nick Sirianni interview. Actually, that's right. Um, yeah, he tweeted in quotes, "It be your own people." <laughs> in response to the clip of Sirianni saying he lied about uh, putting in Cox to QPC play. Sometimes you know you just gotta gotta give guys energy and uh, let them down easy. Well, that ain't right. Well, that ain't right. But it's uh, definitely good, always good to have a guy like Fletcher Cox on the freaking roster, man. That dude's a beast. No but guys got a, got a few cornerbacks. Greedy Williams agreed to one-year contract. Uh, James Bradbury agreed to come back for three years, and so did Darius Slay. Big play Slay. Big play after Slay. Pump, after pump faking everybody. All right, y'all, I'll see y'all later. Gone. On Twitter, I thought he was gone. It was Psych. a done deal. What's up, um, y'all? I'm in this thing. For $42 million. With twenty three million guaranteed, got a nice little payday uh, for the next right. three years, brother. Congrats, man! Big, obviously, a big fan of Slay. He came in the same year, man. Hold it down for 20, show. 2013, baby. He actually tw he he did tweet goodbye to Philly before resigning, which is always I'm aware. I thought it was fun. Over. Yeah, I thought it was over. I mean, the whole entire world did, and then Slay just slid back right into that, that Slay slide right back in there. Oh, would I say that? What? Jennifer Slay tweeted that you were her favorite eagle outside of Darius. That's very nice. I think that that is only because I'm married to Kylie because Kylie and Jennifer have, uh, at least on Kylie's side, uh, she loves uh, Jennifer. Nice. And uh, 
So I feel like this is 100% just Kylie. Yeah. Well, I mean, you get, a, you get attached it. to people and you start cheering for. Yeah. No doubt. So it's going. Um, but you guys have officially uh, said goodbye to a few guys. And that's always the hard yeah. part. Uh, Zach Pascal. Uh, signed a two-year deal with the Cardinals. Uh, Isaac Siomalu, yep. Pascal, um, Isaac Siomalu. Yeah, this is Isaac this is Sayamalu. one that hurts. Obviously, our O line room. Um, you know, Isaac's been here for a long time, uh, ever since 2016 season. So you know, yeah. signed a three-year, twenty-four million dollar contract with the Steelers. Back with Andy Weidel, who's um, in that front office now. You know, I think it just hurts when you, when you lose a guy that you know is a really, really good player, mm-hmm. such an important piece to your room and just a great friend. You know, I think, uh, Steelers are getting a bargain, man. This dude is an unbelievable player. Um, I'm happy that he's getting paid. Um, but man, this guy can do everything. You can do center guard. Uh, you guys are really, really going to enjoy having Isaac Sayamalu up there in Pittsburgh. That's a huge uh, chess pieces at the old line, man. I mean, you can move guys anywhere. Yeah. That's big time. But, yeah. um, well, he's, He's a pretty darn good guard. So one of the best in the league. Surprised, but, you know. Well, more power to you, Isaac. Go ahead and, and enjoy Pittsburgh, man. Have some uh, – what's in Pittsburgh? You get, go and get some uh, – Pomani Brothers? Pomani Brothers? There you go. Go get some Pomani Brothers, baby. Miles Saunders agreed to a four-year deal uh, to the uh, Colts, right? He's over there with our guy Frank Wright. Can you pronounce one of my teammates' names right? Afterwards? Is it, is it's it not Zach Saunders? Pascal, Isaac Sayamalu, Miles Sanders. It's Sanders. Do you See, watch Saunders, any of our games? Sanders, Saunders. You're just it all getting just depends confused on where with you Colin are in the Saunders. World. Kelsey, Kels. It's all the same, man. All right. I'm sorry, Miles, if I've been saying your name wrong this entire time. <laughs> <laughs> I'm a big fan. I really am. All right. So, yeah, he's with the Panthers. Let's go, Miles. Um, <laughs> no, excited for Miles. Um, you know, he's a big part of our offense, obviously. Um, you know, I think that, you know, he was a guy that whenever we called his number, he showed up. And I'm just excited for him to get an opportunity and, and get paid. He's an unbelievable player. Did you hear that? Did I? How can you not hear that? It's amazing. It just comes out of nowhere just like a Girly. heavenly. It's all right, boy. It's all right, Kai. Keep going? All right. So uh, linebacker Kaiser White. Did I say that one wrong? Yep. No, you nailed that one. Nice. Knew it. Kaiser. Signing a two-year deal with the Cardinals. Getting yep. out there. So you guys lost uh, two safeties, two linebackers. So you guys right. kept your corners. And lost two safeties who we were getting to next. Marcus Epps and uh, C.J. Gardner-Johnson. C.J. Gardner-Johnson. Um, <laughs> both of them, uh, Epps went to the Raiders, came into yeah. our division. So it'll be a challenge going up against him uh, twice a year. And then, um, yeah, Gardner-Johnson went to the Lions with a uh, an interesting scenario. Uh, yeah, this is the hot topic right now in Philadelphia. Obviously, uh, re-signed James Bradbury, uh, Darius Slay, and uh, Gardner Johnson, unfortunately, walks. And Fletcher Cox. We signed Fletch, too. Yeah. So, you know, CJ, unbelievable, really, really good young player. Um, you know, signed an $8 million deal with the Lions. Um, Can't complain about that. His agent tweeted the terms that they were negotiating with the Eagles, which is, I thought, very odd. I, I don't think I've ever really seen um, an agent tweet out Contract negotiations, especially ones that weren't agreed to, like is a is a kind of a I don't know, just never seen that move done. Hmm. Was he trying to clear the air, like yo, like I? I yeah, I mean, obviously, Eagles fans are upset that we didn't re-sign CJ, and um, there was leaked that uh, the the terms that he turned down was a three year, twenty four million dollar deal. Which, if you do the math on that, it's eight per year. But I think what it doesn't say is um, 
he kind of said that it was like all backloaded, like 17 million a year three. He just wanted to say, basically, I didn't screw up this contract negotiation, which, mm. um, you know, I don't know if you did or didn't. I know that CJ is worth a lot more than $8 million a year um, as a player. Dude's a baller. Um, but there's a lot of things that have to fall in place. Um, yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I don't really know what else I want to say on it. Good luck to CJ, dog. That's that's, that's, be- sure. that's the best you could put it. I hate to see, you know, situations kind of unfold like they did if that's the, you know, if that's really the case. But like you said, he's a, he's a great football player and uh, he's going up into Detroit where they got a great team of yeah, Detroit defense ended- that flies around. So, I mean, he's not going to a yeah. bad scenario. No, he's going to a great scenario and they got better this offseason. I mean, Detroit um, was really, really good at the end of the year. Yeah, um, they, Dan they finished, Campbell, baby. Uh, Biden they finished on a pretty dang good note. You know, I think uh, there's a very bright future up there in Detroit. And uh, you guys just got an unbelievable player there for a steal. If you just look at his playing ability, no question about it. So free free agency questions. Uh, is uh, having an agent versus a player repping themselves when it comes to free agency, what, is there like a – do you have any like – opinions on which one's better or if it's silly to just kind of player rep i think most people should definitely have an agent without question you You, you almost dove into player repping i did yeah i early on when i was redoing my first contract i uh was thinking about trying to do it myself talk to my agent really to fire him and um we came to an agreement um and man it's the best thing i ever did because uh they got me more money than i thought i was gonna get and um yeah you would have definitely signed a deal for for you I would definitely for sure. For they less. threw over the first offer, and I was like, "All right, let's sign this puppy." And then they were like, <laughs> "Jason, we can get more out of this. You don't sign the first offer, silly." You don't. <laughs> <laughs> That's what I've been doing. I see that's a lot of money. I would take that very. I'd take that as fast as possible. Can I sign that now before it's off the table? I think it's beneficial for most players to to have an agent. Now there are some guys that are doing it without an agent. Shout out to uh, Laramie Tunzel, who's. Signing great contracts by himself. That a boy. Uh, I mean, just very impressive. Uh, but I, I think it's beneficial for a number of reasons. One is hopefully they oversee the deal. Uh, they have connections. They they know what you're worth, like all of these things. Yeah. Uh, but then also it's nice to just have a buffer between you and the team so that, you know, the, the business side can remain like kind of separate from you. You know what yeah, I mean? You already know. Somebody comes to me, they're like, hey, you know, what? why haven't you responded to the whatever? And I'm like, man, I don't have nothing to do with that. That's my man JB's handling that. I'm just here to play football. I ain't and, got um, I'm just here so I don't get fined. <laughs> uh, so I think, um, you know, I do think it's important for most guys. Now, I do think they should make the agent process uh, harder to get. I think there's a lot of bad agents. I really do. Uh, yeah. I think a lot of guys get misinformed. Um, I think free agency is hard to navigate in general because there's a lot of competition. You know, usually there's like a, a top tier of guys that every team is going to go after that is in need of that position and has the cap to. And then, you know, after that, you know, money kind of dries up quick. And, um, you know, a lot of guys end up signing deals in the free, in the market um, that quite frankly, I think is below what they should be at. Yeah. And, um, I think a lot of that sometimes comes down to the agent just misinforming them or trying to drag it out, and then all of a sudden you just don't have an option. And I think that happens across the league to a lot of guys, quite yeah. frankly. I think they should make it much more difficult to get an agent's license and certification. I think there's a lot of bad agents um, across the NFL. I think there's a lot of misinformed players. Uh, guys sign bad contracts. I mean, and the numbers that are released don't tell the whole story, which is 
one of the things that I can't stand, like, oh, do you believe they signed that guy for that? And I'm like, dude, you don't, that might not be that. That could be half of that. You have yeah. no idea what the terms of this deal are. Um, I cannot, and, and agents will tell the team to release, you got to release the high number. I need, my guy needs to be a top three guy so that they can go recruit more guys. I'm like, there is way too much, um, uh, honestly, bull crap on, on, on the side of agents and, um, and things that are released in the media, uh, just to artificially, uh, inflate things. And, um, and it's misleading. It's it misleading is. to players. I, in my opinion, the NFLPA should do more about this. I think the NFLPA does, PA does a great job in general. I'm not here to crush the NFLPA. I think that they should be making it, uh, making the agent process much more difficult and uh, getting better uh, representatives. Weed the out the NFL. bad ones, man. Yeah, man. Find a way it's to not weed out it. the bad There's ones. too many guys that I think are not represented well. And on top of that, if there is a situation, like I want to get Laramie on here and let's talk about what his situation Dude, is. You know what I mean? That is a great point. I would yeah. love to know how he's trusting it because there's no way I can trust myself to look over a contract or anything like that. So there's got to be some type of legal team that he is teaming up with. Well, yeah, what he probably does, he, he pays a lawyer uh, or, a, or a law firm a, 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 cer- a certain law uh, hourly rate or whatever it is to look over the contract and make sure everything's dotted yeah. uh, I would bet um, but I think it does help when you're like the best tackle in the NFL and you're gonna make everybody top wants you yeah yeah I mean right. he I he's able to you know he's got a, a big hammer there being as good as he is do you find out uh what's going on in the Eagles organization as as like it comes across through like Adam Scheffner and everybody or do you kind of sometimes know, like, a head of hand Sometimes uh, you find out over the media. Actually, the majority of the time you find out uh, over media, I would say. Um, And then I think sometimes, though, there's some moves that happen uh, that throughout the week you've kind of heard rumblings of or, you know, it's been leading to that direction. You've heard going into free agency, um, you've heard through the grapevine that, you know, we're interested in this guy or this guy. Who Um, who is it? And then when it happens, you're like, oh, that doesn't. Give us an example. Give us an example. Uh, I don't want to. I don't want to do that. Um, I think sometimes you know, sometimes you don't know. I mean, the team doesn't know, so you can't know everything. I mean, these things are happening, you know, on a deal by deal basis. You know, they might go want one guy, then all of a sudden he's gone and it's on to the next one, and you don't have a clue what's happening. So, yeah. It's just- so, kind of similar to the draft a little bit, but you have even less control in the draft. Yeah. Unless I have like a random conversation with somebody who's in a situation like that and they yeah. kind of spill the beans on where everything is. Or if I just randomly like hit up Brett Veach every single day in the offseason to figure out what we're doing with the Chiefs, yeah. um, he'll sometimes tell me. I'll tell you what is a good way I'm t- to I know who you're kind day. of uh, targeting in free agency is if they ask or if you kind of get told that they're interested in a guy and uh, you kind of help with the recruiting process. Yeah. Like yeah. I remember, I'll never forget when, uh, you know, Jeff Stoutland told me that they were interested in getting Brandon Brooks. I'm like, dude, please get this dude here. He yeah, would be so beneficial. A- He's an unbelievable player, big, strong, fast. So I made sure I'm texting Brandon Brooks throughout free agency. Nice. And he, and he came. So and he came, I don't, I think it was probably the money, but <laughs> you know, it's nice to let somebody know you you want to play with them, and For I sure. definitely wanted to play with him. For sure, yeah. No, I remember. Uh, I remember it was like 2015, 16, somewhere around there, and uh, there was a Rodney Hudson, our center, had just went to uh, Oakland, and there yep. was a big question like, Raiders. "Oh man, where are we going to go with uh, centers?" And I'm like, "Man," I went up to John Dorsey, who was our GM at the time. I was like, "John, I know, I know a center. He's he might be tied up with the team right now, but I know a center. If you want to go get him, he would. I think you'd fit in perfectly." 
You tried to get the Chiefs to trade for me? 1,000% every year. Well, not now. Now you guys got Creed Humphrey. Yeah, no, we don't need to know. But before <laughs> before Creed and honestly before Mitch Morris, but it was uh, yeah. there was yeah. there was a one point in time where I think there actually was a call or a conversation and didn't go very far. I almost that almost happened. Is that what you're telling me? No. All right. It was a call cool. that that never came close. But I was I did I mean that was about as far as me trying to recruit Jason Kelsey gone. Um, right. But yeah, I feel like the free agent. I mean, you got to be able to talk to somebody and call somebody and uh, and have a conversation with them, make them feel comfortable about where they're signing and stuff like that. That's a, that just goes with being a good teammate, reaching out yeah. to guys and that, that have just signed or, you know what I mean? All that is just making sure you set the tone for the chemistry when everybody walks in the building, man. For sure. For sure. I'll tell you what I'm not good with though. I'm not good with goodbyes. I got to text some of these guys. We lost a lot of great players with That's the Philadelphia Eagles. The guys That's have the been, hardest. They've been important people to our organization. Um, so, you know, I think, uh, yeah, just, it sucks. That's a, that's the sad part about free agency is, uh, it's sad and happy. You're happy guys are getting paid. You're happy guys are doing well, but obviously, you know, you don't want to lose any teammates. You, you kind of want to play these guys forever and it just doesn't happen. Yeah. I'm with you, brother. Most interesting part of free agency to you so far. What was the most interesting one? We got maybe Rodgers, maybe to one, the think, Jets. Yeah, I think the Rodgers situation with the Jets and Packers, that's the most interesting one to me. Yeah, it's pretty How that's going to go down. Another um, Hall of Fame quarterback in the AFC. Got to love it. Uh, <laughs> Zeke released by Dallas. Um, yeah. Man, that's... Yeah, last last, last p- play he ever had in a Dallas uniform is... It's a hard one a to swallow one. right there. Jalen Ramsey to the Dolphins. I mean, that's that big. was that was interesting because they they're only a year away from that Super Bowl and that defense looked like they were a stellar top tier defense. I think Bobby yeah. Wagner left. Jalen yep. Ramsey leaves. The only one left now is Aaron Donald, and he's talking. To, he's said on camera. He said he doesn't really need football anymore, so it's got to make yeah. sense for him to play. Um, I think one that isn't really on here, but I think it should be, is uh, the Chicago Bears uh, Panthers trade uh, for DJ Moore in the first round. I think Chicago's yeah. low key this offseason. They're, they're making, making some moves. moves. Yeah, they're signing some GM, good players. That GM came from KC. He, um, well, yeah. he's doing some good things, and they got uh, some really good draft picks ahead of him, as well there, as they've given uh, Fields. They've given Fields some tools now to uh, be successful with on offense. So, I really think that they've made a lot of good moves. And it also kind of tells you what you know they're going to do in Carolina. You know Frank Reich down there. I guarantee, uh, former quarterback. Frank Reich's in Carolina, man. We just know. talked about this. the. Uh, I think that'll be an interesting scenario. Obviously, Derek Carr to the Saints. I, I mean, shout out to the Saints for giving him another chance, man. I, I think he, I think he got a bad rap in if Oakland stats, and in Vegas. If you look at the, the stats, he's been one of the best football. quarterbacks over a decade. He's been I base, great. I base football off of guys that can just in time make decisions that change the exact anything that's going on. So me and Derek were playing in a Pro Bowl out in Hawaii together, and yeah. by, at, by the by the end of the first quarter, really the middle of the second quarter, the defense that you're playing has seen every single play that you got, sure. unless you have like a trick play in your back pocket that you want to fucking pull out at some point that you just have yeah. it. So it's like you got to start improving if you want to make something shake. So I'm telling. Uh, Derek Carr that I'm going to, all right, I'm going to run this route. I'm going to run that route. And I I think I had like 180 yards and two touchdowns. Did, <laughs> is this the one? Derek, did Derek Carr get Derek, you that Kia? No, he Derek didn't. Derek Carr was, got you that Kia? Andy Dalton did. And that was oh, another Bun stance. Another Bun's stat of like three catches for 36 yards and a touchdown. Got me a free car. But Derek Carr got me uh, the most yards that I ever had in a uh, in a Pro Bowl. 
I will say, I don't. And he threw two tutties. And he was just out there improv. And I was supposed to run a corner. I told him about to run a corner post. And he was like, all right, deal. And he threw that thing right on the money, right on time, tutty. I will say, I don't know much about what happened in uh, with the Raiders and Derek Carr. Um, He had a lot of good numbers. Everybody I've talked to that's played with the guy has good things to say about him. Offensive linemen, skill players. So, you know, hopefully it works out in New Orleans. They got a pretty good team surrounding them too. That team really, what they're missing was a quarterback. They've their their defense was, has been and still is a very very solid defense. Um, offensively, uh, you know, they've they've struggled to move on after Drew Brees. So, yeah, hopefully Derek Carr can be the answer. Well, I mean, Derek Carr's got to battle it out, Jameis Winston. Famous oh, Jameis, right. Jameis, Jameis was playing he good re-signed. before he got hurt, yeah. right? Yeah. Didn't he? yeah, and he's he's thrown like 30 touchdowns and 30 interceptions in one season. It's crazy. Yeah, no, that's not a good one-to-one ratio is bad, though, right? Hey, listen, Peyton Manning did it. Let's move on to free agency <laughs> rumors. Let's get to what everyone wants to hear about, Jason, what we know about the free agency rumors. And um, we got a big one in the Eagles rumors. You guys just brought in Texas running back. The number one kind of rated running back, B. John Robinson. Yes, sir. I was actually lifting this morning, saw him in the building, met him. Nice. Well, Let me tell you, looks the part. Ooh. Looking pretty good. Listen, that's half of the you, – you can pass the eye test. Hey. You got a chance. First test, eye test. Not right now. Doesn't mean anything. Absolutely means absolutely nothing. No, I mean, I think that means we're, we're drafting him, right? That's what that means. That right? does not. That's We're that bringing him. Why would we bring him into the building if we're not drafting Because you bring in everyone. You're going to bring in probably the top five running backs if you're bringing in running backs. So um, this is a part of the draft process. Uh, the, they bring in all of the draftees. Not necessarily all of them, but you got 30, up to 30 team visits that you can go on as a draftee. And uh, you kind of pick and choose the ones that, you know, fit your your skill set the best, I would assume, or give you the best chance to get the highest I mean, draft pick. That's adorable. Um, you, you had 30 choices? No. <laughs> you get the teams 30, get right? 30. Get, oh, the, the teams, teams get, 30. get 30. See, this, this is news to me. You want to start this over? <laughs> I think. So the teams get 30 guys to bring in, and they brought in B. John Robinson. Nice. He's yeah, you guys them. are definitely drafting him first round. <laughs> yeah, I think that's what that means. One hundred percent. It also could mean something else because the San Francisco 49ers brought me in on a team visit. And I remember Jim Harbaugh coming up to me with excitement. No, they came came up to me, pumped up, a lot of energy, shook his hand. We talked about some Euclid Beach uh, in his early years going to Cleveland for the summers. Harbaugh, Jim Harbaugh. Oh, okay. Yeah. The, him and John Harbaugh used to go up to Euclid Beach in the summers, man. It was cool talking a little Cleveland talk with him. But he, uh, the first thing he did was shake my hand, grab my arm, and kind of size me up, look me up and down. Did not pass the eye test. <laughs> <laughs> because who did they draft? Vance McDonald. Vance McDonald. Who 1,000% passed the eye test. Yeah. Um, it's a good eye test, guy. It's a good eye test. If I get A plus. Eye test. A plus. Plus, plus. The guy was a freaking nature, man. He's an absolute beast. Um, and then, um, yeah, where else? Where else? Do you have any fun? Uh, I went two places, I think. Well, three. I went to St. Louis, Kansas City, and then the Philadelphia Eagles were my last stop. It was very late in the process. Wow. I went to Capitol Grill with Howard Mudd and Eugene Chung. And I was like, what Dude, is this crazy dudes, offensive line coach, Howard Mudd? He's a very unique person, to say the least. Yeah. And, uh, I knew that he had coached Jeff Saturday for years, who obviously was one of the guys that I looked up to mm-hmm. as a as an undersized center coming out of college. I thought it went good. It felt like it went well. Well, it did because they ended up drafting you. They did, yeah. Met Andy, first time. 
Did he, was it was the stash bright red then, or was it oh, kind of yeah. like starting to no, change was, a little bit? It was big red. Big, oh, big red. All right, now um, I got I got another good one. I uh, I got but the other hardball went to the Ravens. The Ravens asked me to come in. I go to the Ravens facility. I'm meeting everybody. I meet Harbaugh. We're talking about Euclid Beach again. And Harbaugh brothers just love talking to you. No, we had some good convos. We had some good convos, and it was uh, they were awesome. They were just awesome guys. Obviously, John was also at uh, University of Cincinnati as well. He yep. stopped through there. But uh, uh, I I met one of the guys that I had. Uh, I don't want to say idolized. I just always looked up to because Uncle Don, our uncle, uh, who who also played college ball. Um, he, we do. Yeah, he was up in Cleveland and ran into uh, Ozzie Newsom or went to a signing that Ozzie Newsom was at. And uh, Ozzie Newsom at the time was the uh, GM of the uh, Baltimore Ravens. And um, he went to the signing when Ozzie was playing for Cleveland. So obviously a Hall of Fame uh, Cleveland Browns tight end. And mm-hmm. he uh, – he got a he got a picture signed to the Kelsey boys with Ozzie Newsom's signature on as him dunking on somebody in the end zone, and um, man, I was excited to meet Ozzie and tell him, you know what I mean? Like, dude, I'm a Cleveland kid. I, I'm such a big. I fan. saw you. This is like I see this picture in my mind when I think of Ozzie Newsom just being mm-hmm. a stud, and um, I walk into the room and it was immediately sit down. I was just like, oh, shit, I sit down. I stand straight like this. He, Hits the clicker on the TV and it's like six plays in a row of just personal foul penalties. You had a bunch in college, <laughs> it was, dude. I had way more, but it was it was at least one a game. And yeah. uh, he went through it and he he paused it after after the fifth one. Just paused it, put the put the remote down, and just looked at me. He's like, "Son, are you an asshole?" <laughs> I just looked at him. I was like. Well, after you just yeah. played all those clips, uh, I don't want to like want to kind of clearly I mean, you know I'm an you asshole. know you just exactly showed me what all I'm these about. Clips. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, do lie. I need to clean that up? Yeah, I need to clean that up. It's a 15 yard penalty, but I I'm a good dude. I promise you, I'm a good dude. I, I'm not hard to work with. I'm a team guy. Uh, I just play with a little bit of fire that I need to control sometimes. And, um, yeah, he was just kind of staring. He's like, yeah, man, we don't need assholes. <laughs> I was just like, well, noted. And, um, yeah, that was, uh, that was something that I had to work on was, uh, those personal file penalties still had a few in my early years. Hopefully I don't have any more. Um, uh, kind of had one already last year, but we're moving on. We're moving. You know what I mean? We're doing better. Right. Um, another fun one, one real quick. I went to, uh, the, at the time, Washington Redskins, now the Washington Commanders, Mike Shanahan walked into that room not knowing a single thing about anybody. So I walk in, I meet Mike Shanahan. All right. I meet the offensive coordinator, Kyle Shanahan. And obviously, Mike Shanahan, big Denver Broncos legend, right? Won won all those Super Bowls with Elboy. Yep. And I um I'm meeting all these guys. I meet Kyle Shanahan as the OC. I'm like, oh man, nice, nice to meet you, man. That guy was that guy was electric. He seemed really smart. And then I go in and I meet the uh the tight end coach and it's Sean McVay. I'm just like, damn man, this dude has a lot of energy, man. <laughs> that dude was really fun to talk to about football, man. And he seemed that really excited about getting better. And yeah. then uh and then like I'm passing everyone in the hallways, they knock on the door, introduce me to uh, Matt LaFleur. I'm like, dang, man, Matt, he seemed like he was, like, fun to work with, too. Like, man, yeah. these dudes are all, like, young. It's a good like, crew. Fun, like, a good energy. And then I go and meet the Don, who's Mike Shanahan, and he's talking to me about how uh, the test that they just put me through 
um, that I scored high, very high on like the uh, problem solving tests. There was like this like puzzle, uh, like a therapist sat in front of me or a psychiatrist, I should say, one of those. I'm not sure which one's right either. Yeah. Uh, put like puzzles in front of me and asked me to like decipher them or like figure them out and, uh, and tell me why. And it was sure. just like, I was going through all of this and it, and it didn't, it didn't last very long. But it, when I got out of, when I went into, uh, Mike Shanahan's office, he told me is like, I, I was one of the highest graded on those. And I was just, well, I was like, Oh man, that's gotta be a good thing. Right. Yeah. I, I can problem that, solve, man. Sounds you know great. I mean? I'm, I'm good at getting out of problems. Does that mean I have a lot of problems? Like in my head, I'm like, I don't know if this you just have good. a lot of experience of getting out of it. Yeah, I don't know if this is a good thing. Screw it. Either way, yeah. they uh, they drafted uh, Jordan Reed, who was a dog for quite a bit of time. He was a yeah, dog. Yeah, yeah, he was a dog. They drafted but, uh, him after you got drafted, though. Correct. Very. Yeah. Very, very true. Yeah, that was a fun little fun little kind of tour I went on, though. Man, had a fun yeah. time kicking it with Rex Ryan. I went on a lot of interviews because I had a red flag, and they wanted to get to the bottom. <laughs> and of this they were shit. like, "We gotta, we gotta interview this guy to check well, out yeah, what well, he's yeah. all about." He, he has good film. Good film. Very interested in what this guy's been doing, though. Yeah, we also got some Chiefs rumors. That's right. Chiefs rumors. Patrick Mahomes has mysteriously, well, not mysteriously, I guess uh, (laughs) very subtly liking some tweets about DeAndre Hopkins and Odell Beckham Jr. Not right now. All right now. One is from the new uh, Chief uh, Charles Amenahue that says DeAndre Hopkins Come on, fam. We waiting on you. Chief's Kingdom. Okay. You like that? I Which, like that pound. Yeah, the pound. Yeah. You said it like you were part of Chief's Kingdom. I like that. Well, um, I did, yeah. yeah. I've, I mean, I've, I've done it a few times. You cannot go wrong with a guy like D-Hop. I do know that he is with the Cardinals, so that might be tampering. I'm not sure what uh, is qualified under I mean, just liking a tweet. I don't but, think that's tampering. Just liking a tweet. All right. Never mind then. Um, well, no, I think uh, our guy tweeted it, but... Uh, Either way, well, he was um, he, yeah, 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 it's definitely tampering. <laughs> All right, the other is from uh, Des Bryant that says, "I wouldn't be surprised if Odell uh, or D Hop go to the Chiefs. I wouldn't be surprised if both guys go to the Chiefs." Mm, um, both double down there with the second part of that tweet. Dad, and, we already got we got some dogs yeah. in the receiver room right now, though. That's yeah. the thing. We I don't I, like I get it. Odell, D Hop, top tier guys. Top tier guys, perennial. You guys got all that money left to spend on receivers, right? What money? Um, <laughs> yeah, we uh, we don't have very much. I don't think. I actually, I don't know where our cap is right now, or sure. how close we are to it. Have you liked any of their tweets? I'm not big on Twitter. I'm not very big on Twitter. But uh, when I do go Instagram? on Twitter, I will like Thanks. a tweet if it's not tampering. I don't think liking a tweet's tampering. Good point. Tweeting well, a tweet could be perceived as tampering. Well, here I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this, this is what Brett Veach told me. He said that um, I'm not, I'm not going to tell you. Stay the fuck shit. out of my way. <laughs> <laughs> Don't fucking call me anymore about this, Travis. Stop calling me. All right. Sounds good. I don't Mr. want Beach. you, brother. <laughs> oh, no, no, no. Yeah, he looks good. He looks good. He looks good. Well, somebody keep. He goes to his assistant. Will you keep Travis out of my office for the next couple of weeks? All right. Players as. We've reached the segment where we have moved beyond football in some ways. Oh, this is um, a new segment. Nice. It is. Players as is a new segment. We obviously did the Hogwarts houses last week. Uh, this week, in honor of Rissa Del Puerto on Twitter. <laughs> We're I think killing I it that. with the pronunciation I think I got that today, one. man. 
All right. Um, since y'all did Hogwarts houses, can you please do NFL players as Pokemon? Yes, Rissa. Pokemon. Listen, man, do you remember the Pokemon, Pokemon days? Fans? I do. I remember. Oh, uh, man, we were uh, my so game, deep. My Game Boy, I had the blue and the red one. Mm-hmm. Beat both of those games. I think there was another, there was like a gold one at some point. Yellow, yeah. Uh, yeah, that was like only Pikachu or something like that. I, I did them all. Anything on the Game Boy, I did. I haven't done it since. Well, actually, I take that back. I also did Pokemon Snap on Nintendo 64. Mm. Uh, got all those Pokemon. So I've been catching them all for a long time. Trav, are you a big uh, Pokemon guy? I already knew the answer to this. Yeah, no, I was. For I the mean, sake I, of the I was pod. about it. I was about it because you know, what I mean, it, it was our childhood. But other than that, um, okay. I haven't. I haven't really kept up with too much Pokemon since our childhood. Who was? Who was your starter in Pokemon? Who was my starter? If I could get a Charizard, man, I'm in. Charizard, you, you want to start with Charizard? Charizard's the end product. Damn it. You get three choices. You get Charmander, Bulbasaur, Squirtle. Those are the three original choices. Well, Which one you start Charmeleon. with? Charmeleon. Charmeleon's another, again, that's down the road. Can't go straight to Charmeleon. Damn it. You got to start off with the uh, adolescent years. You got to start off with the Charmander. Charmander. You Charmander. So you're a big Charmander fire guy. guy. Big fire guy. I'm not going to lie. I think Charmander love, was the first yeah. one I chose too. Something more. Something about fire is just more intimidating than water. And, and uh, it was like a and, dinosaur. And leaves. I mean, well, they're like all dinosaurs. They, I mean, Bulbasaur definitely is kind of dinosaurish. Yeah, but he's not a fun one. He's like kind of like a what is what was Bulbasaur's? Bulbasaur was kind of like your leaf eating. It's like a vegetarian. That's why yeah. I think I always went for the Charmander. Charmander seemed like a carnivore. Yeah. Um, man, who knows, man. really? Mm-hmm. And Squirtle. I mean, it's just hard to get. I in hindsight, I like Squirtle a lot. But when you first start the game, Squirtle's like not a big hear, go-to. You hear the name Squirtle, and you're just like, I'm not impressed. Yeah. Yeah. So what, we maybe, maybe they should have. Yeah. <laughs> but you got a super soaker kid. <laughs> real, real original water Pokemon named Squirtle. Yeah. All right, here we go. Right. We're going to get to the players as, okay. I guess we'll get to me and you last. Let's save us. Um, right. The first one, I think this one's pretty obvious. We got AJ Brown. Oh, that's the um, easy one. Yeah. I think, uh, I think we're going to go Machoke. Machoke yeah. on AJ Brown. He is a absolute. He looks like I mean, I mean, it's A.G. Brown right there. I think this uniform. one's pretty self-explanatory. That's Swole Batman. Pokemon's ripped. Swole Batman's ripped. And, uh, yeah. Yeah. No. That's, that's, I mean, one, that's one of these looks like the that's other. That's A.G. Brown. I hope, I hope the, these, the NFL guys that were listening, nobody takes offense to this because this is all I hope you producers. all take offense. This I is all our all producers. We had nothing to do with this. I, um, I have something to do with it. I, I yeah, no, they already got rid of mine. All right. <laughs> Laramie Tunsil. Um, this might be my favorite one. Is, this is uh, a good one. As, of course, coughing. <laughs> this one, not so much for looks or temperament. It's more just, um, I think it's in reference to his uh, iconic draft day video that really ruined his entire draft stock, which is he's terrible in hindsight. Now, he's killing it I mean, it he's, now, the, so you can't he's one of the best tackles in the NFL. He's making $24 million a year, whatever it is. Yeah, he's doing all right. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Laramie Tunzel, coughing. The gas mask, baby. Lock it in. Tyreek Hill. What are you going? Who are you going with Tyreek Hill? I'm going Pikachu. He is the most electric player in the National Football League. You can't say anything wrong about the guy. He is small version of the most electric player, and I think that's Pikachu in a in a nutshell. And honestly, Pikachu Pokemon, I always thought Pikachu was the super was like that the main character. Was I wrong? Yeah, no, you're 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 not. I mean, in the in the show, he was the main character. Um, I think Pikachu always got the most amount of love. And then there's obviously the one game where you had to play with him. So I think you know Pikachu is for sure the iconic uh, character when you think of Pokemon. Lightning, and um, 
And when you piss, you know, when you play with Super Smash Brothers, you know, he would do that. You know, he would do that little maneuver. And that reminds me of Tyreek Hill. So I think that's a good, I think that's a good comp. Thank you. I knew one, guys. I knew one. Brady, you got to go with the best Pokemon of all time. The most powerful one. Mewtwo. Mewtwo. That's right. Dude, that looks like him right there. You see it? Yep. You can see it almost in the cheekbones. Very, very Brady Brady underwear. cheekbones. Um, I actually have a pair of Brady underwears in that purple color right there. (laughs) I got my Tom Brady's. I'm trying to be great out here, dog. All right. Andy (laughs) Reid. Andy Reid. Um, I don't know. I don't know this one. This one's name is Alakazam. Look at that mustache. <laughs> Looks just like Big Reed. <laughs> Big Red right there Big with red, the mustache. Yeah. We need to change him red. We need to just change him from yellow to red. And then let's that would be a perfect combination. Let's, yeah. let's, we're going to make a red Alakazam. Either that or just um, a red mustache. That's pretty good right there. Yeah, that'd be accurate. Uh, Trevor Who Lawrence. Is a good one. Trevor Lawrence. Who we got? Um, I think you're going to like this one. Uh, I don't know if you know who this Pokemon is. We got Jake's. Look at that. Stop it. What the fuck? That's, I mean, it's the hair. It's the hair. It's fucked up, but it is 100% the hair. George That's, Kittle's also got a picture that works really well for Jinx. He's got um, the locks. He's got the locks for sure. That's funny as fuck. <laughs> Damn. Sorry. Hey, listen, Trevor, man, I hope you don't take offense to it, bud. <laughs> Justin Herbert. Jolteon. I mean, this Ooh, is... Ooh, okay. Chargers. Yeah, that's the only reason this even yeah, works. No, I see it. Yeah. yeah. All right. Cool. Electric Pokemon for an electric player who plays for the Bolts. What a, who's Derwin James then? If he's if he's the elect, if he's a Charger, is there another Charger Pokemon? I feel like we I, I mean, there's a, a bunch of electronic Poke, electric Pokemon, but I think uh, the one that sums up Derwin James' attitude the most is <laughs> Polyrath. Look at what? him. He just looks like a bully. What? <laughs> He hits hey, you man. so hard that you start seeing <laughs> that little spirals. <laughs> you got pow, and then you're like, He's "What's going on?" And you're no, doing like Derwin this. James is a bully because he power bombed me. It's fucked I up, mean, he man. he does him to more than just you. He's a he it's plays a like a bully. No a doubt. Point. Um, Antonio Brown, AB, AB, not um, not in the league anymore. Who we got? We got Gyrados. I don't know if that's how you pronounce that. That's how I always say it. I don't get it. Well, um, Gyarados is well known for its fierce temper and reputation for causing nothing but destruction, which I think you see a pattern. <laughs> and then, of course, uh, Gyarados's iconic move is pool, where I think we all saw Antonio Brown whip out his Gyarados in that pool that one day. <laughs> all righty. That's it. That's all we got. I don't know. There's nothing else we really got. No, no, no. We got to get... We got to get me and you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and Travis. Um, do you want to do me? Yeah, I'll do you. You're you're the uh, the snoring one. You're the fat the boy. One that, yeah, fat the big boy. fat one. Of course. Snorlax. Big fat boy that snores. Listen, That's I'll take Snorlax. Do. Snorlax was one of my favorite characters. I idolized Snorlax's uh, <laughs> refusal to get out of the house growing up. He just <laughs> was not a big mover. And uh, I've really He's just a been a big people. fan for a long time, Snorlax. So I will gladly be Snorlax. Um, Trav- Our entire childhood growing up, my my entire childhood, you'd never realize this because you were asleep and you were a part of the snoring. No, you snored. It, mom snored. I didn't snore growing dad up. Dad snored. Every- yes, you did. No, I didn't. I know for a fact you did. 
I listened to you. It was like a choir at night. Everybody had their own tone. There was, it was only like one was person. Together. You and I both know there was only one person that was bringing the house down, and that's mom. She was up on the third floor, and if we didn't close the little door that went up to the third floor, you weren't sleeping. She was, I mean, wall rattling snores was yeah. Mama Kelsey. No, it was uh, it was wild. It was wild. And then, I mean, uh, we know now she has sleep dad, apnea. I didn't well, even know so what that was at the time. Her and dad. And then it turns out everybody's got sleep apnea in the family, other than Trav. Yeah. Well. Well, and I've been tested, and they said you don't. But I also snore, which I think means you do. So who knows? <laughs> Who am I? Which Pokemon am I? Trav, um, you're a tough one because uh, you're too handsome to really compare to a lot of Pokemon. Uh, but I think, sorry, I tried to go the flanking route. Like, what, which Pokemon is the most deceptive and and the most trickery? Because you're you're a man of tricks. Uh, so I went with Mr. Mime. I think it's a great Pokemon. I think it really suits you. Um, oh you know, he's God. he has the he has the ability to I'm fit in mime. really with any crowd. Uh, very good uh, at copying people uh, and, and taking dance moves and just watching them and then doing them. So good, I'm going man. Mr. Mime. I've just been a mime my whole life, man. I've just been running routes like receivers and acting like, yeah, no, I don't know. I guess, uh, I mean, that's, that's, I mean, what that is, is that's a game day fit right there. <laughs> that is a game day fit. That looks like a game day fit made by like some Italian designer that was trying to change yeah. uh, the way we look at fashion. That's he looks, that looks like, like a mixture of like uh, Pinocchio and I don't know, some evil spirit. So what designer would that be? Would that be um, uh, Monty? That what's looks the, like a Marnie. I, Marnie. Marnie? Yeah. Marnie. I can see Marnie getting. Getting, getting crazy creative with, with it. Yeah. Unique. I can see that. That's pretty good though. The mime, the ultimate flagger. I'm just I'm just creating an illusion in front of you. I'm just creating an illusion. This has got to be the least creative Pokemon, right? Like, <laughs> they the just only one with legitimately like an put a human name. on there. <laughs> it's like an American's like, all right, Mr. Mime. All right, we're running out of we got 149 of these suckers. Where do we get the 150th from? Uh <laughs> I saw a mime on the street today, and I thought it might <laughs> work out as a Pokemon. That's a good one. Yeah, it's pretty good. Very odd to just have one human on there, and it's a mime. Well, that's fun. That was fun. Players as. Let us know what you guys think of it. Um, if you guys have any other Pokemon uh, that you think me and Jason would be better uh, suited with, uh, please let us know. And, um, yeah, keep shooting us with uh, these players as. We like this segment. It's a fun segment for us. Yeah, or – or if you have a better name for this segment, because players as seems a little off. So if you can think of a better name, we'll, we'll take that too. Um, all right. We're going to get to the Rich Eisen interview. The reason everyone is here listening to this episode. My guy. Once again, the uh, Rich and Eisen interview is brought to you by Accelerator Energy Drink. And, oh, we're uh, drinking the same one today. All right. Orange now. mango? What do you think? Dude, I drank one. one of my favorites. Uh, I drank a Limeade one the other, the other day. Dude, it was really good. Yeah, that's I don't my know what the flavor was, but it was cherry limeade. That's it. Cherry limeade. I know Dude, the flavor that was by a good the back one. of my hand. Berry lemonade. Uh, what else we got? Uh, Peach paradise is another good one. Um, yeah, there's a there's a Man, few good ones. You got ones, these man. down. You yeah, big energy yeah. drinks. Yeah, Alrighty. I love these things. Drink them every day. Yeah, Trav, you're about to watch uh, one of the Godfathers of Sports Center school me when it comes to interviews. Uh, so uh, yeah, without further ado, here is the Rich Eisen interview. Rich! I'm rich, bitch. Are the cameras now officially on? <laughs> oh, the cameras are now on. 
that's how I could tell we're rolling that you're full of shit. <laughs> that's how I can tell we're rolling. Yeah. But it's good to see you, it's man. It's a pleasure. Thank Same you here. so much. Same here. Our guest is uh, one of the guys who made Sports Center. Ah, um, he is it. also uh, the first on-air talent for NFL Network. That's true. The first man, I believe, to run a 40 and wingtip that's dress true. shoes. Yes, and, yes. Lace up Zenia Crocs. Not to be. To I'm be sorry. specific. Yeah, um, you know what? It's so difficult to not be a control freak and be, in the, <laughs> and be in the answer as opposed to the question. You drive the segment. I'll be quiet. So first of all, let's. I would much prefer that you take over the segment. <laughs> Should I introduce That's, myself? Yes. He's a great guy. <laughs> He's a great guy. His name's Rich Eisen. Here on New Heights. By the way, congrats on this pod. Thank you so much. It's yeah. been. Uh, it's been fun starting it. I've talked to Trav more than I've talked to him our entire careers. That's cool. So it's, it's been fun to kind of, I mean, between the pod and then the Super Bowl with the family, which you were kind yeah. enough to do with my folks. We've been closer as a family than ever before. How great so is that? Fun. Yeah. That is great. Yeah. And it was great having your folks on my show. Yeah. Yeah. So I've had Ed, I've had Donna, I've had Travis, and um, here I am on yours first. That's oh that is what we would call uh, an upset. Like I didn't, I didn't see that one coming. Yeah. So I guess- but this kind of leads into a topic I, I did want to ask okay, you. Okay. What do you think yes. of the athlete podcasts that are out now? As as someone who is a professional yeah. journalism, yes. has been. Yes. You've seen the evolution of media. Okay. What do you think of all? Because they're only going to get more, right? Sure. Like that, with the success of them, they're going to keep popping up. It's great. Look, I mean, when the NFL Network started 20 years ago, by yeah. the way, the, the first show was called NFL Total Access, which is still call that name but they called it that for a reason because fans want access more than ever before and so i took the approach for my job like i'm kind of going to be in the middle of what nfl network is going to be and how it might evolve and become that uh, i'm going to take the fan and put him in my shoes like the fly on the wall all that conversation so um fans can't get enough of inside real talk yeah. And so you and your bravo- brother are providing that here. Um, I, if you're talking about the other athlete podcasts like Brandon Marshall's and the pivot and rest of what I'm seeing out there, this is real talk. Like you're getting yeah. real conversation. Um, you know, part of the conversation um, at the Super Bowl was about your teammate, you know, and, yeah. and you know, James and mm-hmm. Bradbury before the game and what, you know, uh, I guess Debo referred to him not to stir anything up here on yeah, know, heights, yeah, but, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, but that that's the sort of real talk you'll sometimes get out of these podcasts. And I, I think it's great. I think it's great. And I think it's great that, you know, you have a platform and you can come on here and control your own content. Control the narrative. You are also, yeah, correct. Yeah. Like, that's what this day and age is about. Like, yeah. you don't need to like, I need a press conference. No, you need a podcast, you know? So I think, I, I think it's great. I yeah. really do. Awesome. Yeah, that was one of the reasons we started, honestly, was first of all, seeing some other guys that had some success. And you're a little, we were for certainly nervous of, you know, if the season's not going well, mm-hmm. you know, it, how the fans going to react to it. These were all like very big concerns going into it. Yes. We got really lucky that we both went to the Super Bowl the first year we did it. Incredible. But um, I think the, the other big piece is what you just said is like, I, you know, I have the ability to talk and say exactly what I think. Yes. And control that narrative instead of saying it through somebody else, which, I mean, not, journalism has done that really, really well for a long time. Yes. There's a lot of, I have nothing but respect for all the beat reporters in Philadelphia and everybody that covers anything. No, so, you don't. No, you don't. I do. You well, do. I should some. say some. Some. Okay. You're right. 
not everybody. Yeah. Uh, but the vast majority. Yeah. It's it's been uh, it's been fun to be able to do that, mm-hmm. and uh, it's been cool to be able to have that connection with fans that I haven't really had before. Yeah. Right. And you know, like you let everyone know you were coming back by making a video. Mm-hmm. You know, pounding several beers like is that what you did just one just one okay it was great um and uh well for me it's that would be multiple (laughs) your 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 one you know hammer down it'd be a a a sipping night for me but um so you were able to do it on your own terms your own way with your own brand with your own style Mm -hmm. and get it out there i mean there's there's nothing more powerful than that. And I guess I should also, when you're talking about players uh, podcast, if I don't mention uh, Taylor Lewan, yeah, and, with the and what's his name again? Comp- Compton. That's Will Compton. Right. Yeah, you know all the. Yeah, they'll be very upset if I don't mention yeah. them. Um, the so yeah. Yeah, they're sensitive. <laughs> they are. They will come after guys. us. On they're sensitive. Media if we they're do not sensitive. Mention. So I just wanted to <laughs> mention those guys. Give them a shout out. I do mean this. When I told Travis I was coming here, yeah, uh, or when we told Travis we were coming here, and he had yeah. to go to SNL. And we, told him we were talking to you. The, yeah, I know. I know. It's insane. What a Never flex. in a million years. Sorry. Yeah. Couldn't be at go. the Combine. <laughs> I've got to host Saturday Night Live. Yeah. It's like, that's an acceptable reason. Right. Yeah. Like that, it, it's, it sounds so absurd. Like it, it does. It, right. I, I just, it reminds me of a time in high school where I asked uh, a girl out on a date and her answer was, I can't do it this weekend. I'm, I'm going to Yugoslavia. <laughs> And 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 I thought that's an elaborate way to cover your tracks of saying no, you know, um, as a matter of fact, but her family did actually go on a trip yeah, to it, Yugoslavia. It wasn't fabricated. It was no, yeah. it, it turned out to be true, but it just sounded so absurd. It had to be false. And that's the way. Sorry, I can't go to the common. I got to host SNL. Yeah, that's what that sounds like to me. That's, that's, so, but he's going to be great at it. I think he'll, he's going to crush kill it. It. He, it fits so well into him. I mean, they make it so easy for the host and that whole crew up there i'm sure that's gonna be awesome i can't wait to see what Same. they're gonna cook up yeah when i told him i was talking to you he was yeah. like you know i that's he was so excited he's like man i wish i could be there yeah because we grew Thank up you 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 Stuart scott yeah. um dan patrick scott Van Pel, all you guys at sports mm. center yeah were one of the reasons that we were into sports besides loving and playing yeah like we could not wait to go to the tv and watch sports center and you guys were unbelievable i love doing some, it man yeah I loved doing it. Seven years I did it, and um, I was 26 mm-hmm. when I first got there. Yeah, um, they hired me out of Redding, California. Yeah. I was a local sports anchor in Northern California, um, the Redding Chico market. It's entirely possible Aaron Rodgers was watching me as he was eating his Fruit Loops <laughs> uh, in Chico. I'm, by the way, I'm serious. Okay. Like it's entirely possible. Like that's probably was. where he was living at the time. And if he turned on Channel Seven, he was watching me do my thing. And that's awesome. and ESPN, you know, I sent a tape to a headhunter, and they they found me there. And age 26, I was right on Sports Center. Um, yeah. And time of my life man yeah time i see i'll see a uh uh you know a video somebody will tweet out like a highlight of me calling a miami of ohio game in 99 of a sports center highlight and it just it looks like it's a it does look like a different person it just feels like out of body watching that yeah. yeah, I've never thought about that. Like, it, it all gets. Uh, That's because you haven't like lost your. Capsule. You haven't lost your hair yet, Jason. It's, it's going. If though. you do, no, don't even. Start. <laughs> don't even start. No, you, you're good. You're in good shape. Um, I wouldn't. Uh, you're not. You're not. It's not. You don't got the creep going on just yet. How not, old are you? Thirty. Thirty-five. Five. Yeah. 
yeah, you're good. Yeah. Yeah, you're good. So that actually, right around, that's when I started to lose mine. Mm-hmm. So I think you're fine. But yeah, it just felt, you know, it just feels completely weird. And it was just a different, it was an amazing time. Yeah. I, I loved every minute of it. And you went, did you go straight from Sports Center to the NFL? Yeah. Yeah. Right in 2003, I was getting married. Um, and um, my contract came up eight days before my, my wedding. Yeah. So I wow. I got ma- I got married seven days after leaving ESPN or being handed a cardboard box and told to leave. Um, really? Yeah, man. Yeah. Wow. People tap you on the shoulder, as you know. Yeah. Um, and this, and and you're that's so you and you're doing it on your own terms, which is amazing. Well, you know, until like if I keep going, eventually they're going to hand me the cardboard. Somebody, box. everybody, yeah. you know what I mean. At yeah. some point, so that's what happened to me, and I got married and. Um, NFL Network hired me there um, yeah. in 03. And I remember going to the Hall of Fame um, that year in August. Um, the network didn't start till November. Mm-hmm. And I, the first thing we did was go to the Hall of Fame just to sure. do some interviews and, and put them, you know, start our, our network with some interviews of the Hall of Famers. And people were coming up to me saying, you know, what is NFL Network? Like, what are you doing? Like, why would you leave ESPN? Like, what is happening? And I was also wondering the same thing at the same time. (laughs) And then we came on the air in week 10 of of, uh, the 2003 season. Yeah. Uh, Right in the middle of the season. We came on right in the middle, November 4th, 2003. It's a little awkward. And uh, it was was weird and wild. Like, I don't know why we didn't start with the season. I don't know why. Um, I don't think we were ready yet. Um, we went on the air and we're celebrating our 20th, 20th year year this and fall. This is your 20th combine that you've been in my right? 18th, 18th. We, we, we brother st- trying to get the combine coverage off the ground. You know, we ran into, uh, huh, uh on occasion, a, uh, Bill Polian wall. He was, you know, running really? the competition committee okay. and they, you know, in this event, Old school people were like, you're bringing a camera in here to do yeah. what? Like, and why? Gosh. You know, like, why are, like, what, how is it? Why would anybody want to yeah, watch How is this? the Vertex Jump televisable? You know what I mean? Like, what That's is so, going yeah. on? Yeah. And so, 2004, we didn't do it from the network side of things. NFL Films produced and uh, Bill Patrick, an old sports center anchor, mm-hmm. and Mike Mayock, who was working at NFL Films at the time. Yeah. They did the first combine in 2004, sitting on chairs like this on the field with a with a screen behind them. Yeah. Just talking about what they're seeing on the field. And then 05 we showed up. Got it. Um for, on total access and did the show from there every night and then around 2009 or so is when they put me in a booth and I start calling the action like oh. it's a golf tournament slash yeah. you know track meet. Sure. It's yeah. it's it's a weird event. It is not well-rounded at all. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, it is, again, a, a time of renewal. Like it's been two plus weeks since the Super Bowl and I miss it. And every team is now on the clock. Yeah. And so many questions abound about, you know, you're one of them as well. Like yeah. what you're going to do sure. is one of the many questions that people want to know the answer to now. Where's Rogers going to go? What's going to happen with Lamar? What's going to happen with the Jets quarterback? What's going to happen in fill in the blank, any team, everybody's making news now. And right. the combine is a, an excuse to talk about it. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's also everybody's coming here. So that's like, you, you, have you ever gotten like inside information at the combine? Just talking to executives? Oh my and God. Are you serious? I'm, oh, okay. Here's the deal. The combine is the. It's a uh, gossip. 
<laughs> Sorry, go ahead. Oh, oh my God. <laughs> Gossip is not even the proper word for I don't know. Like, just think of anybody out there listening, watching. Yeah. Think of the the loosest lipped friend of yours. <laughs> okay. Put that person, you know, in, you know, a tank, get them drunk, get them totally <laughs> drunk. All right. Sure. So they have lost all sense of any filter. Yeah. That's the combine. And that's what they do. Every, I have heard so many rumors here in just 24 hours and it's always like, so here's the deal. <laughs> this is what I know. I swear I got it from somebody who's really very reliable. Very reliable. It's, it's like some assistant to the trainer of the agent and the assistant of the assistant and just, and you don't know this what is true. game of telephone. What is complete what bullshit. Yeah, yeah, suddenly, yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, suddenly uh, Rogers is a minotaur who's going to maybe, you know, <laughs> come back as a, a another creature and play yeah. for the Jets. Like, I mean, like, so that's, that's, yeah. Oh, God. It's just a nonstop rumor mill and yeah. the chattiest of Cathy's and everybody is the cattiest of them all. Yeah. And it's just like you. It's it's wild, man. <laughs> that has been it one is wild being here and not participating. This is my first time ever here. Not running. That's yes. the only time I ever came here. I don't know why else. You why would, would you? Here, why yeah. would you come back? You and know, there's um, no reason. Right. Uh, yeah. That is one thing. Like everybody is here for one week and they all just want to hang out and have fun. And yes. On top of that, they're going to look at potential draft picks and prospects, but really they're all doing this on the side. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, and, and coaches love, you know, blowing off steam and so do general managers and so does it's been a long season front office executives. It has been a long season and it's been like two weeks since then. And yeah. plus, you know, if you make the playoffs or the Super Bowl, you know, it's great to walk around and just, you know, say hi to your colleagues who did yeah. not yeah. make that Super Bowl. And it's, <laughs> you know, it, it's 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 a fun dynamic. It really is. And so you also get to see people kind of laid back not in the middle of a season, not getting ready for a season, not getting yeah. ready for a draft. It's a nice little downtime. So there is a sociable aspect sure. to the combine as well, for yeah. sure. Yeah. So everybody knows you run the 40. How many, I mean, I don't know, you know how many times? Um, I, All it started, it started in 2005. Five. Okay. And so um, just like anything, as you're learning in this business of content creation, yeah, uh, the best ideas come out of sheer boredom. <laughs> Total <laughs> sheer boredom. And so um, the first combine we were at, 05, yeah. we're done with a pre-tape interview that we're airing later on that night for Total Access mm -hmm. that we're going to do live at 8 o'clock at night. Good Lord, we're just sitting around. It's me and Terrell Davis sitting in the stands at the old RCA Dome yeah. just waiting. On a break, everyone's on a break, dinner break. We're just... You know, I'm sitting there in my suit and he's yeah. sitting there in his suit and we got nothing to say to each other because we've been hanging out all day. And I hear the the hum of the lights and the air conditioning. That's, it, you're easily, it's like a white noise putting you to sleep. So I just turn, I don't know what pop, why this popped in my head, but I look down in the field, I see the 40 yard dash line. I say to Terrell Davis, hey, TD, how fast do you think I can run the 40? Yeah. And he goes, right now? I'm like, right now, in my suit, in my lace up shoes. And he said, I swear to you, this is what he said. He just laughs. He goes, <laughs> he goes you can't. There's not like, even an option. I'm like, what do you mean you yeah. can't? Like, yeah. like I can't like, like physically go down and do it? 
because if that's the case, you know, watch me go do it. Like yeah. that was my sense. And and I'm he goes, no, you you just can't run the forty. I said, I'll just tell. I said, fuck you. <laughs> watch me. So I go down on the field. Oh my gosh! In my suit. Yeah. I remember the suit I was wearing and my lace up. Zenya Croc shoes that I had bought just a special for the combine. Yeah. And I went out and I ran it. And I had no idea that uh, somebody was in the, the truck, hit record. It, oh my gosh. And I had no idea somebody was shooting it. You had no idea? You, Zero. Completely it? No idea. Just ran it. Just, just so later 100% on that, organic. 100% cursed out Terrell Davis, <laughs> ran the 40 out of sheer boredom. <laughs> And then later on that night on Total Access, they surprised me at the end by showing it. Oh my gosh. Six, seven, seven, terrible. I don't. Yeah, that's slow. Brother, that's, that's... I talk for a living, okay? <laughs> you play, I talk, now you're talking, you're now in my field and it's it's disturbing. But <laughs> I ran apropos of nothing. Yeah. And later on that night, they showed it. And then the next day, Ian walks in Mike Holmgren of the Seahawks, um, and we're interviewing him in the middle of the interview was did i see you on tv this morning running <laughs> and i'm like yeah and of course they showed it he laughed joe gibbs <laughs> saw the same thing he walks in he starts telling a story about how he once pulled a guy out of the stands at a training camp just to show like how tough it is to run and he made him run and yeah. you look like that guy and over and over and over again. And we showed it. We showed it. Yeah. Next year, I show up at the Combine, walk in the RCA Dome. First person I see on the field is Holmgren. And he yeah. says to me, are you running again this year? And I'm like, I don't, what do you mean? I don't think Not so. Not planning and he, on it. And he looks at me. He goes, you, you got to beat your time. <laughs> I swear to God, this is how this was born, Jason. He goes, oh, you got to beat so your great. time. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my God. Mike Holmgren is like challenging my, my competitive spirit. Yeah. How do I not? Try to beat the Do time. that. Yeah. And he just looks at me and he goes, just don't hurt yourself. <laughs> yeah. I'm like, oh shit, he's right. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I ran it again and then I ran it again and then I, year after year after year. And then I just thought to myself, you know, this thing is jumping the shark. Like here I'm running. And just as that happened, they came up with the um, uh, advent of the simulcam. Like so overlaying yes. one yes. run after the other. And so you would now overlay the real 40 yard dash runs of really fast people over me of elite athletes and just watching them fly off the screen. And I'm barely <laughs> at the one yard line. You know, it was like slapstick comedy, even worse. You're the in a full, you're brother, in a full suit. The, you're the, in, yeah. the worst one was then they decided to overlay me against BJ Raji. You remember BJ oh, yeah, Raji? Of course, okay. big nose guy. I mean, yeah. I don't know if you ever were on the Green opposite Bay. side of a line was. of scrimmage. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. Like the two of you were probably, who am I saying? Future Hall of Fame Center. <laughs> Do you know BJ Raji? I'm sure you have bashed heads with this guy, yeah. right? Yep. So he was at the combine. Mm -hmm. He did not run very fast Shoot. at the combine, but it was faster than me. And so watching this big dude, mm -hmm run off the screen on me and then somebody came with the idea of giving me a head start yeah. and Just then watching bj Rogers <laughs> run through me was like pure slapstick comedy and you know i'm a former stand-up comedian in college okay so i'm i totally understand and relish the uh value of a of a joke yeah okay yeah. and i'm like i know it doesn't look good for me i get it but that is fucking funny. Any, and so any, like that yeah. was that was so we would do it every year and then now we're doing it for charity. Yeah. So and anytime anybody is willing to laugh at themselves, 
looks good on them. Yeah, you know I, what I, know, I, I, right? I, I, I told, look, I mean, how do we not laugh at ourselves yeah. in this world, you know? It would be a miserable world if you couldn't do that. Well, and I'm not surprised. I mean, I, I mean somebody put the Mummers costume on, <laughs> yeah. I, you know, that was I've great. I've had plenty of that. I'm sure you've had plenty of that. <laughs> so at any rate, it was about six, well, no, wow, eight years ago, 2015, yeah. one of uh, our great, well, she's moved on to NFL Europe, I believe now mm-hmm. in UK. Uh, she was in uh, a, a a meeting and they came up with an idea. Sarah Swanson was her name. Mm-hmm. She came up with an idea. She called me up and she goes, how would you like to run for charity? Yeah. And I'm like, Sign sure. Yeah. yeah. Like, well, what do you got in mind? And she um, mentioned how there are a handful of league charities probably should choose one of them to help mix together, get the NFL involved, yeah. which is always Smart. important. Yep. Um, and so the, the one, that jumped out at me was St. Jude Children's Research Hospital. It was 2015. We had three very small kids, and I just thought to myself, this is the worst call a parent can get. Yeah. How do I, you know, like on behalf of the small children that I have for all the other kids, let me just have this stupid idea that was born out of boredom turn into something. Yeah. And we've just grown it and grown it and grown it. This is my very long-winded way of saying I'm not running it at the combine anymore okay that's the idea that i've now because the combine when the combine got canceled due to COVID in 2021 i didn't want the run to stop yeah so i ran it at sofi stadium yeah. with a bunch of players from the nfl legends community okay and some kids from play 60. so i love the idea that i think my run is the only idea whatever you want to call it i'll, I'll screw it a- event event yeah. yeah the only event that mixes the legends community with, with kids? kids. That's awesome. Like play 60 NFL legends. So I got, you know, Jerry Rice and Rod Woodson and Terrell Davis fittingly. Yeah. Um, and, you know, Chris Carter, a whole bunch of um, just to name a few showed up at SoFi and ran with some very good hearted, deep pocketed individuals who donated and we ran it and yeah. it was just pretty cool. Okay. So the next year, last year we did it at the Rose Bowl. It's a, that wow. was incredible. Yeah. I'm a Michigan guy, you yeah. know, I'm a Michigan man. And I covered the Rose Bowl and Bo's last game for my school newspaper. And here I am in the Rose Bowl with the St. Jude logo painted on the field. It was wild. That's unbelievable. And RG3 ran <laughs> and Vic ran and fast. And, and that, <laughs> that, got, that got some more buzz going, which obviously means more donations. Yep. So... I think that's the way to do it. That's how you're doing it this year again. Yeah, I think that's just the way I'm going to do it from now on because um, I can also, you know, make it bigger, hopefully make Raise it. Raise more money. Right. And I also. Combine legends and kids. I also don't have to run here. And by running here, I when I run here or when I ran here, it's at the end of a day of a broadcast when I'm sitting on my ass yeah eating like garbage. I feel like my hip flexors yeah. like atrophying just, and I dreaded <laughs> it. I would be doing that this whole, this yeah. whole pot, you know, this whole day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm up in the booth. You can ask Mayock or you had DJ on, I think yeah. earlier yesterday, yeah. Daniel Jeremiah, like I'm up there like stretching and commercial breaks and whatever miserable i'm like yeah. oh god i have to run later today you know it's not the way you want to get up around no <laughs> no asking for an injury no and plus happen. at some point long story short uh i you know i'm i'm 53 i don't know how long people want to watch me run anyway well, I, it, it seems pretty. like people are still enjoying it i i will take i it. certainly love it every year thanks what, brother have you ever thought about doing another event too 
folks, you know, I've said, why don't you, you know, lift weights or whatever. 25 bench. I don't know. That Then it's just, it's done. And yeah. plus, you know, it's the logo of my show now. The Running Man yep. is the logo of my show. Yeah. And so in the suit and tie. And the funny thing is, so is when, they, when they first came up with the idea when my show was at the time was born by direct tv and you know i own the show now that's another long story but anyway direct tv was the one that birthed it yeah and um came up with the idea how about you know the logo is you and your suit running i'm like great yeah. then they created some like mad men looking silhouette um with me running and the problem with their initial uh, version of it is it was so real that my left leg when I run does kick out like I have a terrible running style okay and it looked terrible it looked side. terrible I said yeah. do me a favor can you make this a more athletic <laughs> and I watched them Jason I watched them on a computer take my leg and move it in more underneath my body to make it look like a more athletic silhouette like I'm like okay now now we're good uh, yeah yeah I feel like the 40 is the event though that everybody watch, watches the combine yes. for. Like I, all the other events are great. When you're in it, you care about all these drills and things you're doing yeah. with coaches. But as a viewer, it was the first time I ever saw the combine. Yeah. The 40 is what gets you there. Well, it's right? also like, the most relatable thing, Jason. I mean, like, yeah. you know, you know when you're going through your drills here that you're being put in positions that are un, not natural to the game, but yeah. it's natural to see if your ankles flex, if your hips flex, if you're going to bend and, you know, yeah. that you're going to dip instead of bend. Like, that's what they're looking for when you're doing your drills. Yep. And for a fan, it's just like, well, I think there's a – I don't know if it's an off, offensive one, but – which one? I think it is where you're 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 lying on your back to start yeah. the drill, right? Get up and then you have to shuffle Ooh, side to side. Exactly, yeah. right. Like if you're on your back, Jason, <laughs> it's not a good on place a Sunday, to be. it's bad news. Yeah. You're not yeah. getting up. We should not be in this position. Exactly. Yeah. Like that's not what you know you want to see out of your offensive lineman is prone on <laughs> on his back. But for the drill, yeah. That is what they want to see because yeah. they want they do want to see they your want to see athleticism. How you get up. They want to see how your hips drop. Correct. Your bend. Yeah. Right. So fans might be a little bit thrown off by that, but yeah. running fast in a straight line, that you get. Yeah. You can get it. You can also just easily understand. Oh, that person's fast. Yeah. That person is really fast. Yeah. Um, or in other cases, <laughs> not. But so that's why I, many reasons why I think the forty is the most popular and. And see who's fastest. And you can also do that metric. Like, okay, that guy is now the fourth fastest. Yeah. And, oh, I remember that yeah. guy who was um, faster. Or I don't remember that guy. And it just shows you that running fast doesn't mean you're going to be successful in the NFL. Yeah. So that's a neat Maybe way to look at it. They're running the second time. You're like, man, okay, this guy was close to that first guy the last time. Ran. Let's see if you can break that guy this right. time. And, and now with the simulcam feature that I was talking about before, like you're putting Mahomes over the fastest quarterback here, mm -hmm. over Russell Wilson. Wilson over Dak. Yeah. And we can just can compare years uh, now. Fans yeah. love that. I know I do. I, I want to see. It was see, a game changer when they started doing that. Did it they was, did they put Travis over? Did we put Travis over you? Here? I don't know. Like that's the sort of shit we do to brothers. Like we do. We we can kind of clown Travis him. Ran by, we, we do that. Like. I know Trav had some. I know he ran at his pro day. I'm not sure. I don't know if he ran at, his, at the combine like, or not. That's the sort of stuff that we'll, we'll do. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, it's and fun. I think people like that. And also, I love the fact that we get to flex that we've been we've been around. NFL Network's been around. 
we've been around. Yeah. So, and that, and that's, and also, you know, I want to show, I, we should show Jalen Hurts at the combine. Yeah. Right? Like, yeah. that's what we should see now that he has become what he is becoming. Hey, rem- a let's go back superstar, to right? Like, this is where it started. Yeah. When he was here, like, and I, I said also to, in our meeting yesterday, mm-hmm. like, we need to show on the screen, even though he, he, he did throw, but he, he, we need to have Brock Purdy standing in the background of last year's quarterback right. drills yeah. where that kid at that combine, nobody's thinking what he could possibly do sure. this year. And I kind of dig that, those stories. Like, you know, I know again, um, you know, it didn't work out for your team, but we did have Sky Moore and um, Pacheco at the combine last year. Yeah. They both scored in the Super Bowl. Yeah. And I don't know how many I times you've seen Pacheco rookies do that. Oh he runs with Violent. a fury. Yeah. Right. And he was he ran four, three and change here last year and wow. fell all the way to the seventh round. So that's the sort of thing we're going to when the running backs run yeah. like, hey, like pay attention mm-hmm. because, you know, the kid who ran last year was chosen seventh round. He scored in the Super Bowl. And yeah. Sky Moore, the guy you were, saw running the gauntlet in the wide receiver drills, he scored in the Super Bowl. Right. So you never know. Which Who's going to come guys? out right, you know? And so we love that. I love that stuff. I love it. Do you have a favorite position group to watch or ones that like, because quarterback's always the hardest to predict, right? Here's a deal with me with the combine. The okay. way I view my role here is um, multiple fold, but I'm not here to tell you what you're seeing in a drill. And I'm not here to okay. tell you what's on the all 22. Like that's not my, my gig. Sure. My gig is to do two things. One, put everything in perspective with what team needs are, you know, from yeah. from what I do on my show every day for three hours, talking to people and talking and interviewing people who are willing to come on my show um, and, and I gather narratives. I gather what team fans are interested, what, what teams fans want or are demanding or are talking about and what the team needs are. And free agencies right around the corner and the new league year is beginning. Yeah. So I, I I love talking about what's going on in the football world completely and what these kids might fit in terms of a need. Mm-hmm. And also, it's just really, really dry watching some of this stuff. So yeah. I try to keep it entertaining. And I'm sorry if I'm saying the wrong words, too. I try to. I want you watching. Yeah. I don't want you f- turning off. So I, it's got to be completely, I'll say, douche free. You know, like it's got to be. I love that. Completely. I'm, I don't know that I've ever used that phrase, but I'm stealing that. Take it. All right. <laughs> that, that, that's, you know, I know it's a, it's a, you know, it's not, it's a very coarse way of, of saying something, but it's true. Like yeah. I, I want you to have it on, you know, in the background or pay attention. I don't care, but I, I just, yeah. I don't want you to turn it off like I can't listen to this guy another second i can't how listen his, how full of himself like is i this can't guy? i can't i mean seriously what, i, I what, what do you think I, is the key to being douche free um i don't know i'm myself like authentic i'd hope hopefully like that right? you, 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 you've you never come me. off well that's the idea you've always been douche free to me thank you sir <laughs> i've never been more um <laughs> taken aback and complimented at the same time i've never what an odd feeling is coursing through my my veins right now but that's i don't i don't know man i'm just myself and i yeah. try not to take myself too seriously as we've talked about yeah and uh but i i do want your attention you know i do you know it does 
what I do for a living requires that you stay tuned. Yeah. And, you know, I, God, I'm, so I do three hours every day on my show. I do four hours every Sunday morning on NFL game day morning. Yeah. I'll be doing six hours tonight, six hours tomorrow, eight hours Saturday and eight Jesus. hours Sunday. And then the draft hits and it's like a telethon. So I don't do anything that's a half an hour long. Like if I ever have an hour long show in my career, I'll be like, this is a walk in the park. How do I fit everything in? It, it, yeah, pretty much. <laughs> yeah. Like I'll, I'll be wondering, like I need more time, which is obviously what is great about a podcast. Like you can go as whatever you want. Yeah. So um, I'm not going eight hours, three hours, six no, hours. But, that's, but, but so I have to have a certain style when I'm on these shows that will keep your interest gotcha. and not turn you off. Like, I just don't want that. That's the worst thing. But I also don't want, certainly when I'm doing my show every day in three hours, I traffic in some, you know, sports talk radio and up against the debate shows on other networks. And sure. Like, I don't want to, I'd love to be heard. You mm -hmm. know, I don't want to be turned off and I like to be heard, but that's not my reason for doing what I do. Like, okay. it's not my reason for being like, I don't care if I'm, you know, um, I don't care if I'm right. I care if I'm wrong. Like, yeah. that's a fact. You're not just going to say something just to get attention. And but I, I, I have to say this, too. I do love being right, though. It's, I mean, it feels and, good. oh, God, it's okay. <laughs> that's when it's great to have a show with your name on it. When yeah. you're right, when you say something and you're right, uh, it, it's, it's great. It's, yeah. I do love puffing my chest out. But that's kind of the philosophy that I have. I, I want to go know. back to this just for a second. I did not know this. You said you did stand up in college. Yes. What do you think that that has helped you? Immeasurably. Like, uh, oh God, nothing's, nothing's more difficult than walking into a, a room. Yeah. Have you ever tried it? I've never tried it. I've you, always what your brother is going to do yeah. Saturday night. Yeah. Is very difficult. Now I know he's going to be reading off the cue cards and he's going to be rehearsing. He's going to be doing all it's that. It's going to be as good of a setup as you can have. Oh. Yes. Support system there, right? It's just an SNL support system. Yeah. It's, it's first rate. Yeah. Pretty good. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But still, it's live. Still, it's live. It's, exactly. And right. You got to perform. You right. only get one shot at it. And you can't break and the either. The crowd's going to let you know whether they think it's funny or not. Yes. Correct. And it's nerve wracking. And, you know, the only, nothing compares to, to that. And that feeling when you walk into a room. And you, you've got your set, you've got your material, yeah. and you think it's going to work, but the crowd's off or whatever. <sighs> yeah. and, and boy, when it bombs, it's terrible. That, that terrible. So I always had in my back pocket, the big finish for me was, um, and I know I'm dating myself, Howard Cosell, the the announcer. Yeah. Again, this is late 80s. Mm -hmm. um, Howard Cosell was one of my idols growing up. I would read the letters uh, in, in Penthouse Magazine. In his voice? In his voice. Killed every time. When I say every <laughs> time, never, never didn't kill. Failed. Never didn't kill. And my parents came to see me one time. They're, yeah. two, they're New York City public school educators who came out to Michigan. I think they even drove. Jesus. Uh, they drove and they saw it and they were, and I did the act and I introduced them in advance. Yeah. So people were seeing, I was doing it in front of my parents and it got to a particularly awful line. I just said, did you get that mom? Like the <laughs> place just went flat. And I love nothing beats the feeling of, of, of getting that, you know, laughter and feedback yeah. to the point where I, I tell everybody who, whenever I'm on any show, you know, and your crew here, like laugh, like I want to hear 
like I'm I'm expecting yeah. hearing that, and it's not their job to laugh at my shit, but I'd yeah. love it if they did, and oh, I don't mind it. I, I don't love mind when Brandon's it. over here. <laughs> He's trying not to make but noise because great. of the show, but, no, it's, right. that's, but it's great. This is, I this is working. I, I like yeah. that. I like that when you're watching game day morning yeah. and you hear, you'll hear the crew mm-hmm. laughing and, you know, hooping and hollering and whatever, yeah. Yeah. that that's energy. Yeah. I like that. That yeah. means if they're liking it in the room, that means you're liking it on your couch or wherever you're watching it. So I'm, I'm, I'm kind of ingrained for that. A couple of years I did my show at the Super Bowl in front of a live audience. That was amazing. Yeah. I loved like I warmed up the crowd. Like I hadn't done that in in years. I love that. I yeah. love the feedback. And so it's made everything else I've ever done, live TV, that much easier. Yeah. The only thing that would co- that compared the one time that I've done my job as a broadcaster that made me feel the similar like butterflies is one year I did Sports Center at the Angels Giants World Series. Okay. So I guess that's uh, 2002, I guess. Okay. It's the last World Series I covered for ESPN. And so the reason why I bring it up is I'm at whatever it's called now. I don't know, but at the time, Pac Bell Ballpark, the home of the Giants, okay. out there on the Sports Center set in left center field. Game's over, lasted really long. I don't forget who won or who lost. But all I know is that we're going live on sports center from there 10 o'clock at night 1 a.m eastern gonna do the highlight okay. hadn't seen it yet and that's that happened all the time to me but what got you me would do the, the highlight on the spot time. brother my first sports center that i did in my life yeah. age 26 i my first sports center was on a a, a sweet 16 saturday at seven o'clock at night I had 12 highlights. I saw one highlight before going on the air. One. Uh, 11 of them were going to be coming during the show as games were ending. Yeah, you you don't have time. Coming out of the edit bay and everything. And they, you know, it's all written out for you in a shot sheet, not to get too deep into it, but you're not like just looking at it by the, you have notes, you're given notes. But I just remember walking down from my first sports center of my life thinking, I have two choices. I can pee down my leg or I can just go ahead and just suck it up and do this thing. Like yeah. I've been built for this. Like, this is your moment. Go do it. Yeah. It's like talking to myself. So what I wound up doing was both. I peed down my leg <laughs> and I, 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 I grabbed the, All I in. grabbed the brass yeah. ring at the same time. <laughs> I might've been doing the sports center while urinating. Yeah. It's possible, yeah. but. Well, that's uh, what courage is. You're terrified, correct. but you go do it anyways, right? So I'm, I'm in, I'm in Pac Bell ballpark and they get in my ear right before we're going live. Yeah. You're doing the highlight. If there's any mistakes, we've got to wait to do it live again at 2 a.m. Okay. And because they couldn't like just record it for whatever reason, because they were coming out like the satellite link, it was all live, like they couldn't record anything. So just wanted to let me know, because yeah. if you screwed it up any other time, we could just minute there's a commercial break. You were on tape for the rest of the show. I could just record it there. Got it. But for so the reason why it made me wild is the entire crew would have to stay. The whole crew, like literally every human being on the so set, not just who wanted to go home, like it was the yeah. end of a long ass night, like <laughs> and so <laughs> everybody was like on pins and needles, wanting me to to nail it. Yeah, and I, I that really freaked me out. Like I'm like, okay, I'm gonna like the whole crew is just like this asshole you couldn't say you know the word Percival, know you know, like at. so I mean, uh, it, it was. Nerve wracking. That's the only time I felt like a stand up type butterfly in my stomach. There is something about other people's lives 
being affected by yeah. mistakes or something like that yeah. that uh, resonates more with like personal. Brian Kelly's our college football coach. He moves mm. me to center. Mm. Whenever I had a bad snap, I had never snapped the ball before. And he said, whenever I had a bad snap, all right, Kels, take a lap around the field. Yeah. And that sucked, right? And we're running and everybody's laughing at me. What took it to the next level, he's like, Kels, you're obviously don't care if I make you run. Right. If you have another bad snap, the entire team is doing a lap around the field. I tell you, I was so terrified to have a bad snap because I'm like, these guys are going to fucking hate my guts. Yeah. They're, they're, I'm sorry. They're going to hate my guts. It's the same thing. Oh, uh, uh, by the way, am I not allowed to work you're, on this show? I you mean, are allowed. I'm sorry. You, okay. You're allowed to do sorry. anything. And we're both allowed to do anything. Okay. Okay. Yeah. okay. Good enough. Um, so, but I don't, <laughs> so you're freaking out, I imagine. Yeah. And uh, I failed. And Did you really? the entire team had oh, to do a lap. And it was man. it was a terrible feeling. That's the, So that is basically the entire crew would have had to take in the lap, lap. of standing and sitting around for another hour yeah. for me to try and get it right a second time. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. I. But you nailed it. Oh, yeah. I'm a professional. So, Lead pipe wielding professional. When, when you do. Jason. So back to your. This uh, just in. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Do you feel like you're like performing? Like yeah. when you're on there, are you like Absolutely. probably unconsciously thinking about that when you were in the uh, stand-up? I am not like, unconsciously thinking it. I am at one million percent doing that. Yeah. Yeah. I'm always thinking about what would be good TV and what's not. If I push the pedal of the metal here in this block, I need to kind of pull back on the next one. And that's something Keith Olbermann taught me years ago. Okay. You know, he would when I first started Sports Center, walking around the hallways. He would cross past me and he'd go, nope, not yet. Next day, just walking past him. Hey, Keith, uh, not yet. <laughs> he'd keep walking. And he'd say this to me day after day after day. So I finally get up the courage say, okay, Keith, I'm going to, I'll bite. Yeah. What do you mean not yet? And he says to me, you haven't come close to being able to do the type of sports center you can do. I'm like, what do you mean? He goes, everything's a joke for you. Everything. He All goes, right. so do me, do yourself this favor. Do an entire show where you don't do a single joke. Build up to it. Don't do a joke in a, in a highlight. Just do one highlight straight. Then do an entire segment straight. Then do two segments straight. Build up to doing an entire show where you don't make any jokes. Then do that again. Then do it for a week. Yeah. Then build it back up where you're throwing something in. Because if it's always a gag, always a joke... It's yeah, it, it, it doesn't feel the same. It doesn't resonate. It doesn't feel right. And then plus, what happens when something serious happens? Yeah. You can't be taken seriously. And I'm like, oh, man. Like, I'm advice, not geez. even close. Like, it, like, boom, my head exploded. And I didn't know if I was capable of doing it. But the, here, this is great. The moment that it really hit me is I was for a year begging, put me on the road. I want to go on assignment. It's begging. I, all I did was just sports center, never out on the road, never got to be at an event. Yeah. And I'm like, please put me out there. So they finally relented after about 13, 14 months of just pure sports centers. They sent me to cover a Celtics Seattle Supersonics game in the okay. old Boston Garden. That's... For NBA two night, remember there was there's always a two in the for the yeah, ESPN yeah, yeah. two shows, yes, yeah. RPM two night, NHL two night. This was for NBA two night. I would be two the night. correspondent covering Celtics, Supersonics because the Sonics were 
winning 60 games that year. They were awesome. Yeah, Sean so, Camp, Gary Payton. All of them. Yeah. So I went into their locker room after the game. They just mopped the floor with the Celtics and they came in like total pros. No gags, no nothing. It was like you could hear fucking pin drop, like they that they had just gotten blown out. Yeah. And I'm walking around the room and one after another, in comes Gary Payton, in comes Detlef Shrimp, in comes George Carl. And they all yeah. like look at me, like staring a hole through me. And I thought to myself, oh no, did I make fun of any of these guys in on the, Sports Center? Oh. And I started going in my head, like, yeah. like just uh, uh, like YouTube going back. There yet, so you couldn't go back. Nothing was there. Nothing. <laughs> no, I couldn't call myself out like I called you out to start. So yeah, like I, I kept going in my head, like, oh no. Yeah. And um, I then made a pact as I sat there and stewed, in, in and cooked. Like I felt like I was, you know, a cooking in my own, you know stew in that locker room i mean yeah. I, I swore to myself that i would never say anything on the air that i would never say to somebody's to face be able to ever again ever again like if i'm having a take if i'm having an opinion if i'm it's something i gotta own yeah and i cannot make fun of somebody just for the sake of making fun that moment like i will never forget that it just yeah. lit a light bulb over my head you know at age 27 being right there in front of the guys yeah, I, I mean how can i yeah, yeah in a locker room like how, how can i not you know what am i gonna just do whatever i want to do and then stay yeah, away from the guys that i'm talking about yeah. right like that's that's another part of my upbringing in a way you know that's awesome first of all thank you yeah i think that that's I something mean, that a lot of journalists don't do and that's integrity to the fullest you know what I mean? Like yeah. I, I'm if if I'm making a living talking about the sports played by these men and women, how can I not, you know, own that? Right. That's what I felt, and it was it was invaluable. That's these cool. were all invaluable lessons for me. So, you, you were begging to do events. Yeah. Now you do every event pretty much, right? I try. Yeah. Like what? What is your favorite event? That the, the draft NFL does draft. I gotta say, it's my favorite too. There's something about watching somebody's dream like be realized right the combine is kind of like that too it is yeah. there's a lot of kids that you know stacy dales who's so great um and she's going to be on the field for us um throughout the combine she was saying some of the kids that she was interviewing were getting like choked up that their dreams are just about to begin here at the combine yeah i mean that's their first this is their first time doing this an nfl event correct meeting coaches Correct. Being like, man, I'm actually, I'm getting goosebumps even just thinking about this, but I'm actually going to be in the NFL because I remember being there. Yes, because about 96% or 95, I know that sounds really specific to show off, but I just saw the numbers, like 95, 96% of the combine invites invites are drafted. Yeah, it has to be. Like, it's just like, well, just they're in a different order here. They're in alphabetical order here. At some point, they will be in numerical order (laughs) in the NFL draft. Yeah. Yeah. This is your first taste of everything you've worked for, right. everything you went to college through, everything you've been through with your family. Hell yeah. We're about to be in the biggest, we're, we're in the show now. Vernon Davis was crying when he was here. I remember when he jumped out of the gym in the old RCA oh gosh, dome, DK Metcalf. Yeah, we don't like to think about that too I, much in Philadelphia. I, I, I'm sure, <laughs> I'm sure. But D, DK Metcalf FaceTiming his mom after he crushed yeah. it here. Yeah. Cause you know, he had a neck injury and a lot mm-hmm. of people thought he had, shouldn't have left school when he did and he came here and he killed and he facetimed with his mother and he's crying yeah i mean that's what it's all about and the draft is i just love the draft it is a marathon um it is the most mentally taxing thing i have to do because you know 
that clock keeps moving. There's you got to be ready. Voices. Yeah. There's many different voices. Trades can come up. And uh, I, I hope the draft lives forever. You know, unfortunately, social media, Twitter, your phones are faster than the commissioner to the podium. Um, really? Yeah. So I have to, I'm off my phone on the first night of the draft. I want I want to react. You want to f- yeah, I got to react to yeah, I got to yeah. react to yes, because people think I know the like I'm I'm tipping a pick like I know the pick because I could know the pick if by the way to. yes because when a pick is made in the NFL draft, um, two phone calls are made one to the next team on the clock to let them know they're on the clock and yeah. who's just been taken. It so tells. It has they to, tell them. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And so, <laughs> and then, and then they call from the draft room uh, when they get the call at the uh, at the actual draft. They then let the broadcasts know so the graphics can be set on. Yeah. So the Pick the truck in. knows and the next team knows. Yeah. And then of course the player knows. And of course there's somebody who might be in the room who knows. Yep. And invariably an agent finds out. Invariably uh, Twitter uh, finds out. Yes. And Twitter, I think it's it 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 kind of moved past um, the draft being the first to tell you to Twitter was the first to tell you. I think that happened about five years ago. It's that that, that line began to move about five yeah. years ago. So uh, I don't want to be accused of you know acting. I I want to you want react. It to be an authentic reaction. Yes, of course. Like that's what you want people to watch. Yeah. So, and plus again, I don't give a shit about being right. I do care about being wrong. So I'm not, I, I don't need to, I'm not, not doing the yeah. draft just so I could be, boy, man, I told you Saw the Seahawks this were going to take that yeah. middle linebacker. <laughs> I told you, yeah. I knew cause I know their needs and I know football. <laughs> so look at me. Like, that's not why I do the draft. Sure. I just love being in the mix of doing something live, not mm-hmm. just cause for stand up, because everything else that I do, um, is either previewing it or yeah. reacting to it. So yeah. the fact that I get to do something as it happens and tell you about it and be sitting alongside you while you learn at the same time, I love that shit. I love it. And and stuff moves. And I hope it I hope they continue to I think they will, you know, again, the draft could be done like a fantasy football draft in an hour if you just point and click. Right. Instead, yeah. it's a show. It it's is drawn a show. Out. It's, it's made to be a show. Yeah. Jason, it They're is a show. Yeah. It is a show. Yeah. It is a total show. And people, I think, dig it. I think it is, again, old school to watch a draft. Because, again, you could just be on your phone and go, oh, my team just chose this. And they Maybe tweet it out. the only way I've ever done it. But I've never looked on. I've always just watched it. Good. Yeah, I like that. Yeah, it, it, hopefully us, not not ESPN. You watch, you watch NFL Network. I watch. No, just stop. Whatever. Don't, no, just stop. Just say the, the words TV I want to guide. hear. I sit. I click in NFL Draft. Yes, watch NFL. Thank Network. you. Was that tough? That wasn't <laughs> difficult. How difficult was that? Um, I'm a fragile man. <laughs> I'm a fragile man. By the way, it was great meeting your parents. Yeah, I, I really appreciate you doing that, dude. They, they, they've. It was an unbelievable week for them, for our family. My mom. I mean, she just sent me a video yesterday, like recapping it. My dad. I mean, thanks for it was. Um, come on, it was, it's so I'm I'm going about my business and you know putting together the um the guest list mm-hmm. is something that's it's 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 difficult, you know, because you have to pick and choose. And I'm I'm lucky that I do get to sometimes pick and choose. Sometimes I do want somebody, but the timing doesn't work or they're not coming. Like, and that's not a shot at you. That's not another shot at you, but, um, you can take so, shots but it is, no, but it is, it is, it is, it is a process. And yeah. so, 
I found out, you know, Ed and Donna Kelsey are going to be available. Available, yeah. And I'm like, really? Okay. And I found out that your mom was sponsored. Yep. Okay. I think it was a pizza. Was she was a pizza? Like like the code. There were a lot of things. Put in your promo code. Yeah. Yes. What is pizza? The promo code of Mama Kelsey. Like I'm like, wow. She's now got a promo code. (laughs) Your mom's got a promo code, man. So you know, and it was it was just I love you know meeting your folks because I I know you know what goes into being there you know and being there and being present and. You know, to have one kid in the in the NFL, not have two, and have two kids in the NFL, and you know, I'm not just saying it just because I'm on your podcast here. I mean, you're you're going to the Hall of Fame, so is your brother. I can say these things; you don't have to, but you're going to the Hall of Fame. You have two kids in the going to the Hall of Fame in the home state of Ohio um, to be forever enshrined, and then to play against each other in a Super Bowl. That is so cool. Yeah. And I I just wanted to see their dynamic and just I think your your dad was kind of like your mom was totally into it. Your dad, yes. I think, was kind of like still with his head on the swivel, like his head was seemingly swimming to me. Yeah. Over I couldn't compute it. Yeah. You know. So I just wanted to, you know, have them on and just chit chat with them. I I I love meeting them. You Which know? one do you like more? <sighs> Wow. Look at you putting me on the spot. I mean, how do I not say your mom? Yeah, I know. Right? We all say mom. I mean, and dad's can dad's it's supposed to be mom, right? If your dad course. I think my dad would be mad if I didn't say Dude, mom. Of course. My dad would have made rest in peace. And this is another thing too. My dad, you know, um, when I first started on Sports Center, mm-hmm. um, about two, three years in, a card come, I think it was tops, like came around and made cards for sports center anchors yeah. i'm like sure i'll do it you know and they made like a playing card for me awesome. um and um so long story He's short is they He's... gave yeah they are out there i just signed one yesterday walking into the combine there's too many of them that's okay. the point of the story is that <laughs> is that they made like thousands of them yeah i'm like what am i going to do with this so what i did is i gave it to my parents i'm like okay. here you yeah. got it so my father would um, have these in reserve. There's, again, many of them. And when people came to the house to like, you know, plumber or cable or whatever, and they would stroll past the family photos and they would recognize the sports center guy Mm -hmm. or the NFL network guy. And they'd say, oh, are you, then they put two, two and two together, the Eisen family and then me, they're like, is that your son? And if they talked well of me, they got a card. There you go. And I, so when these people, my, my dad, my, my dad would give out these cards, you know? Mm-hmm. And so when my father would say, yeah, so the sink wasn't working. And so he, but it's working now. You just tell me what's going on there. I'm like, so did the plumber, plumber came? Yeah. I'm like, was he card worthy dad? And he's like, well, he didn't say anything. So I didn't give didn't him a card, <laughs> <laughs> but if they said something, they already got, got a card. So, go. I mean, I could not imagine the Super Bowl being someone's card you know what i mean like that to me is what it's all about man you know yeah i i was emotional all week a little bit i tried to not think about it you know trying to focus on the game yeah of course and after the game seeing travis i wasn't that emotional a little bit pissed off of course i get it the moment i saw my mom uh that's it yeah i mean it's for them and knowing everything they sacrificed to give us the opportunity to play whatever sport we wanted. Yeah. 
any like all the equipment. Yeah. And more than that, the time. My dad coached me in Little League Baseball and 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 I mean he was involved in everything I did. So was my mom. And for them to both, I don't know, be celebrated as I think representatives of like all the parents that do this for their kids. Yeah. It was it was it was a I mean, it was unbelievable. So that's cool. That was when it really hit me. I was like, man, I'm just so proud and happy for them and and the week that they just had. It was great. Yeah, it was so, great. And plus, so, so you know, thank you for no. Yeah. Come on, man. Again, <laughs> having them on, just wanted to meet them, and 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 and, yeah. and I just knew there would be a time that I would be with you, meet you, and see you, and mm-hmm. I could say that literally every member of your family has been on my show. <laughs> Well, and you haven't like we're gonna I, I don't know if you, I don't know if you can we're see how we could, are we, are, that's not Very like much. A, and you don't strike me as an LA type person who says things and then you don't follow up no. on it. like your word is your bond yes so you saying to me that you're coming on the Rich Eisen show that's going to happen it is it is guaranteed as it long is. as you'll have me oh gosh if you will have me I I'll have can, you yeah man. yes I would be more than happy to have that you know um, as evidenced by the number of times I've reached yeah, out, I'm picking up. I can, I can, I'm picking it up with an empty hand. <laughs> um, so, is there anything you want to ask me? I feel like I've been asking all the questions, <laughs> no, and you're the professional. On, I'm here on you're your the show. professional asker. Yeah, come on my show. That's when I'll do okay, that. I'll ask that. That's yeah, but no. Other than that, I mean, you know, I'm just thrilled to see your you guys. This pod has taken off. Yeah, it clearly has. And so it's great timing. Know. I mean, right. go to the Super Bowl. And uh, you know it's 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 been a lot of fun. Uh, I don't know what how where it's going to go or anything like that, but it's it's I don't know. I love talking to people. I love well, obviously learning. Then the two of you do, you know, yeah. and the two of you together, uh, you know, it's fun. It's a good dynamic. It is a good dynamic. I mean, that's part of the reason why the Manning cast is so great. You're watching two brothers bust each other's stones, you know, yeah. watching a game, and you know, you guys. As well, people <laughs> yeah. like watching your dynamic together and being able to talk, you know, at the height of uh, football relevancy too. It's pretty cool. Yeah, it really is. What's your advice if somebody's going to go try and do stand up? Are you thinking? By of it? somebody? Are you seriously maybe, thinking about? It? I have always wanted to do it. Okay, I've always been terrified. Why? Because um, I've never done it. And okay. I've never, I've never even written down jokes. I don't write. Okay. I don't even know where the process begins. Okay. I've watched. Right. I've loved stand up. Right, my entire life. I mean, back to Comedy Central presents like on the roasts comedy, are the best, aren't the, the roasts? Yeah, oh my gosh, I love it. Yeah, so I've always thought about what it would be like sure. doing something like well, that. Well, I can hook you up with whatever. You, who do you want to be? Like, no, I'm just you, talking about what I'm is just, what is your I, advice? I like, wasn't that you, great when, at when it. Up, I mean, yeah, but you did it. I did it. And you've been just I mean, have the courage. Been, just have courage. Just you know. Don't tell me that. I don't have any courage. Yes, I doubt that. I doubt that. Just have the courage, you know, and write. Mm-hmm. I, I, I don't think I write down wrote, No, but now, no. But back in the day, I never really. I did write down like the set list. I would have, you know, in my head, a gag, a joke, or a line. It would be all like based theme. on like, yeah, like my. I, I wrote, you know, I made fun of my college courses at the time. Like yeah. this is. I mean, you know, now obviously it would be about fatherhood and it would be about other things about in my own life. Just make it about yourself and your your observations and yeah. and go for it. Okay. I would, yeah, I would love to see that for sure. Well, yeah. We're not going to record that first one. Well, you should. <laughs> you should. You should. That's and then fair. and then, you know, maybe you crash Saturday night, you know? Uh-huh. Crash it. Yeah. Take it over. Create your own I don't think moment. That's, yeah, uh, create your own moment. Well, you go viral. I think that stuff's pretty scripted. Yes, it is. Yeah. It is. Yeah, that is. Now, I have been to a couple of SNLs, and my advice okay. to you there, yeah, is sleep in Saturday morning. Okay. 
sleeping because it's going to be a late night. <laughs> the after party is the greatest thing ever. Okay. And you're, and it goes like you will see the sunrise Sunday. All right. And it is going to be lit. You are going to have a blast. That is going to be something, man. This is great news. It is. What? Yeah. Okay. It is. Like, this is good advice. All right. Big time. Like sleep in Saturday, hydrate all day because mm-hmm. you're going. Be prepared. You're going deep into the One, Sunday morning. One, to be on your game during the show. Correct. But more importantly, after. be on your game. Yes. It's like one of those things like just the adrenaline's over, mm-hmm. you know, it's one in the morning and then that's when things begin. All right. Well, I'm going to steal this advice and take it to Travis. Do it. Yeah. For sure. You got to let him know. Yeah. I'm very happy for you and your bro, man. Thank you. Do you have anything else for me? I feel like you don't want to quit me right now. I feel like you don't want to quit me. Like, like we can talk forever. I could talk to you for, for okay. forever. Okay. There was some, I'm not even making, I'm not making this up. Okay. The moment we walked through each other in the hallway. Yes, sir. I'm, I have, and I, <laughs> the elegance at which you walk. And oh. I don't know if it's because wow. of your, Jeez. your, uh, the aura about you. I have an aura. Yeah. You're correct. Yes. As you were walking can by, confirm. I was like, oh can my confirm. gosh, I've never seen somebody walk by me with such Get elegance. Out of here. Come I swear on. to Get God. out of I, here. I was thinking this as really? I went to the bathroom. I'm an elegant like, walker? I guess. Is that what I am? I don't, that's what I felt. This is. Is this new? Has nobody ever told nobody's you Nobody's ever told me I walk elegantly. Nobody's ever. You don't ever, run a 40 elegantly. I don't. Seen, I know. But walking, it was. Look at me. It was very Look smooth. You. Look at us. Handshake. And it I was. I was just like, man, that is a elegant human. was i taller than you you'd think no <laughs> <laughs> okay i'll accept that i'll accept that okay all right but at least i'm more elegant than you thought okay i'll take it i mean honestly it was one of the most elegant things i've thank ever you. seen thank you sir um, thank you what uh anything else you want to unburden yourself on? I, I had to say that i don't know why I, I felt it in the moment i just Great. had to get off my chest we're always going to have this <laughs> We're always going to have this. <laughs> How was going to Michigan? Oh, loved it. Yeah? Oh, yeah, man. Ann Arbor? Yeah. How come you didn't go to Ohio State? Wasn't offered. I didn't get offered anywhere. They suck. Came down they to- suck. Just say it. Yeah. They Screw suck. Screw you, Buckeyes. That's correct. Now you're talking my language. <sighs> I'm going to get Dude, ostracized from the entire you state you of Ohio Did you now. ever see, did you see um, it, uh, last year, I did. I do the jacket dinner at the Hall of Fame every year. Okay. So yeah. I hope one day hope to. I know. I know you don't like yeah, that sort of yeah. stuff, but so um, I do that jacket dinner every mm-hmm. year. And the last several years, I get heckled at the mic. O h i o o h i o. Real original guys. Oh my gosh! <laughs> like yeah, you can spell. I get it. You know, and I really don't have much of a leg to stand. I couldn't have much of a leg to stand on. Yeah. Because, you know, um, what's the words for it? Um, Ohio State had been kicking Michigan's ass up yeah. and down the block. So you're you're looking forward. So last year yeah. was the first year I had done it off of a Michigan win yeah. okay. in, I think, seven, eight years. And I came prepared. Now, again, this is the whole stand up, you know, live performing aspect for me and i love it mm-hmm. Five thousand people in this arena uh-huh. and i step up to the podium you didn't see this at all no okay man it's it's it it went viral to the point where it became because it was no news on august whatever the hell it was it was an alert on my on the espn my app mm-hmm. it alerted you know rich eisen hey you just the, did this oh and oh god i gave it to the ohio state fans with both barrels great pleasure oh <laughs> it was amazing it was 
great. And it is some of my, like, I try to put it on my, my Emmy reel. I try to actually put it on the reel I, I put in to, you know, hopefully get nominated and win an Emmy award. I yeah. tried to do it, but NFL Network didn't broadcast it. It was only broadcast locally, so it couldn't qualify. It like, qualify, that's yeah. how good it was. It was so, it was truly some of, if I may say so, elegant work by yeah. me. It was great. I loved it. And then, of course, the feedback I would receive from Ohio State fans was just a one-off, you know, we'll see in November. We'll see you next year. And we did it again. Yes. And then we did it again in the horseshoe. We did it again. And we put up another 40 burger on him again. So this I year, great joy when I place, go back yeah. to Canton this year, great pride. in your great state of Ohio, yeah. I am going in chest first oh and I may need security. Okay. Uh, can I get you I will for and sure. your brother, can I get the Kelsey brothers be honored to, to potentially be. road grade for me when I absolutely blowtorch the place like a Quentin Tarantino movie. I, I'm going to go. It's going to be great. I don't know what I'm going to say, but all I know is it's uh, it's it's going to be on. I can't wait to watch oh, this. Good Lord. Gosh. They didn't offer you? They didn't offer your I brother? I didn't get offered anybody. I was a walk-on. So I, I walked on to Cincinnati. Damn straight you did. I, I almost went. It was between Cincinnati, Ohio State, uh -huh. and Pittsburgh. And uh, I just thought Cincinnati, I loved it when I went down to the school. That was it? I felt like I could get a scholarship. Ohio State was daunting. I mean, there's a lot of five-star recruits and things like that. Since I was a Division One program, yeah. felt like I could get. So, like Joe Burrow, you went somewhere else, and you you yeah you succeeded yeah just like what he had to do from Ohio State. Well, yeah, I tried to recruit Joe Burrow to Cincinnati, and did not work. He went to LSU, and it was the best decision he ever made. Yeah, when he was in the transfer, like he was in the transfer portal. Yeah. Whatever. And uh, the you coach, called him up. I didn't text him. I didn't. I didn't. Somebody gave me gave me his number. Yeah. And they said, hey, uh, you know, Luke Fickle was with him at Ohio oh, yeah, State. Yeah, yeah, sure. Recruit him. Sure. He's like, would you mind? Like, I think this guy, this kid would be like really good yeah. for Cincinnati. And uh, I shot him a text and it was right after our Super Bowl run. And he's like, man, you, you guys killed it this year. You had a great speech. Loved it. And I was like, hey, man, yeah, well. Best of luck to you. I hope you keep Cincinnati in mind when you're you're trying to decide where to go. I didn't want to push him or anything. Of course. And uh, he ends up going to LSU. Having you know, sixty I have not, touchdowns. I have not seen him since. cigars. <laughs> I have not seen him since. I mean, hey, great job not taking my sales pitch for Cincinnati. <laughs> kind of worked out. Yeah, it yeah, worked out really out. well. Justin Jefferson being there and all, yeah. you know, and it worked Jamar out. Jamar Chase and all. <laughs> oh my god! But he ended up in Cincinnati. He, he that's couldn't all, get away from that's it. That's all that matters. Yeah, the Queen that City got him back. And how lucky yeah. are they? I yeah. mean, unbelievable. That's funny. Yeah. So you knew already like that kid who was in the quarterback room that was leaving was that good? Like you you you'd heard about well, I didn't know, but that was the somebody told you like, hey, reach they said out. this kid is really special. And I'm like, hey, how special is it if he's exactly, transferring? He can't right. even start. Right. And um, right. But we've seen this a number of times. I mean, Joe Burrow, Jalen Hurts, transfers from Alabama. To, I mean, I love his story. So, God, do I love the story of your quarterback. There, there are a few, God, I love him. First of all, I love whenever somebody has the perseverance to stick to it and, yeah. and achieves. Yeah. But more so than that, and I've told this to Jalen, he's done it in a way – he never gives credence to the doubters. Or to, he doesn't even acknowledge it. He's just, all right. And he, and, he, and he goes out there and he just proves everybody wrong. Oh. And, yeah, he you know, it's, he, he's, he's tough. He, he's a great player. Um, he played about 
the best Super Bowl I think you could I've ever seen a quarterback play, even as good as the other one played on the other sideline of Patrick Mahomes. I mean, Dude, it was I, a I took a shot it was a shootout the, for the ages. I have it right here. I took a shot of the scoreboard at, at the Super Bowl. Yeah. Um, hold on a minute. Don't worry. This is good. Don't okay. I, I know. You. I know. I know. I know. I know. I know. I trust you with my life. Uh, at this God point. bless you. I will. This whatever. is. I took a shot of it because. I couldn't believe what I'd seen right there. So, because okay. he had such an incredible first half. Yeah. I mean, his first half was incredible. Here it is. First quarterback in NFL history to rush for two touchdowns and throw another in a Super Bowl. And that was just in the first half. Two minutes to go in the first half. Yeah. And I, I tweeted that out. I'm like, so this is how Jalen Hurts is going to respond playing in the Super Bowl. Yeah. Got it. Yeah. Everybody's oh, his first Super Bowl. How's he going to do? Yeah. It's well, going to be rattled. Is he, is he going to, well, how's he going to do in the, in the spotlight? And yeah. he set a record before halftime. Yeah. He's oh, a gamer, man. My, I just, I he, love the, the fact that he didn't transfer, stuck around, and then did get in against Georgia in the same freaking building <laughs> in the yeah. SEC championship. And beat him. Beat him. And then went to Oklahoma. Throwing. And everybody and the criticism Correct. was that you, we, right. you're seeing him get better and improve. Yes. And then goes to Oklahoma and makes the Heisman podium, losing to Burrow. Yeah. Um, come on. Yeah. And then gets drafted in Philly and everyone's like, why? Yeah. We did have Carson at the time. No, I know. There was a lot no, of questions. I, but but I, I understand like why some people would say why. But I mean, he wasn't booed like McNabb was born into Philadelphia because he wasn't Ricky Williams. Yeah. You know, I was <laughs> blown away when that was going on, yeah. you know, at the time. Uh, I was on SportsCenter when that happened. But long story short, love Hurts, love his story, yeah. love everything about him. You know, I've met him once. He's been on the show many times. Um, so, you know, and I love I love him telling his story. We had him on before the draft when he was drafted. Yeah. And he called in and um, I'm like, who's who, who are you? What, what's the team going to get with Jalen Hurts? He's like, his, answer, yeah. his answer is they're going to get a dog yeah. and you're going to get a guy who's going to lead. And I thought to myself, I'm not kidding. I thought to myself, you know, what team's he going to lead? Yeah. You know, I, I, like he's he's not a first rounder. He's not like what team's he going to lead? And, player, and I'm yeah. like, what a dumbass thought in retrospect. I mean, talk yeah. about leading. Good Lord, by example, by word, by by manner, by game. I know yeah. I'm preaching the choir, but I mean, no, yeah, but I mean, you're right, and it's it's he's been that way since day one. Um, he's gotten better, and he's and as you play more and have success, you get mm -hmm. more right. credence from your peers, yeah. right? You you're given that leadership role a lot more than having to earn it. Yeah, um, but he's earned it every step of the way, and how he handled what he was drafted into, right? Uh, with how he handled. New coaches coming in, yeah, and I, you know, he just does everything. Yeah, I don't want to, <laughs> you know, he just does everything the right way. He does. He says everything the right way. Yeah, he carries himself the right way. He's got the perfect blend that I think leaders need to have, where they're 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 confident. Uh, they believe in their their teammates. Yeah. They're outwardly humble, but in their head. They're the most vicious person on the field. And what a combination. It's, such, what a great it's combination. so hard to find that all in yeah. one person. That's yeah. what makes the difference. It's a gem. In the great ones. Unicorn. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. I don't know where to go. Yeah. <laughs> Can we, don't make it end. <laughs>
I'll, I'll tell this story. Okay. Um, and then I think it's a it's a good button. Okay. Um, if you don't mind me buttoning Please. Up. That's what I do. I'm a professional button upper in many ways. I button stuff up for a living. So All right. I will handle this. Thank you. So I'm a big game show nut too. Oh my gosh. Okay. We've been, okay. Huge game show nut. What's your favorite one? Price is right. I didn't it's the study. best. It's the best. It's the best. It's the, it is the best. So then you'll love this story then okay. in particular. I'm a diehard of prices, right? Years ago, the NFL network reached out, said CBS is promoting the fact that they have the Super Bowl. I'm like, what are you talking about? What the Super Bowl needs promoting? I'm, it was weird. <laughs> but they're like, they, they want you and another guy at the network turned out to be Eric Davis, who was working at NFL Network at the time, okay. want you guys to go and give away a showcase on the prices, right? To help promote the NFL okay. and come out. So I said, jump uh, Maha, oh, no, hold on. Okay. I okay. said, I will do it under one condition, you know, make him think like, you know, I need to, I need to have demands met. Yeah. The, the, I said, on. for me to do it, I need to say the words, brand new car. Got to say it. <laughs> okay. Showcase has got to include a car. Okay. So I say the words. Brand and you, and you, the only way to say it is brand new car. Brand like new you, car. Exactly. Hey, you know, like it's got. If I'm going to do this, I'm going to go full bore. Yeah. I only know one speed. Yeah. So I did that. Incredible. This what is car my, was it? Oh, I don't remember. I don't give a shit. <laughs> yeah. Cool. They didn't win it. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, they overbid. It was yeah. terrible. Classic. So and 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 my guy from my show, T.J. Jefferson, went on. The Price is Right. Okay. And and his his episode aired. While we were on the Rich Eisen show, and <laughs> prior to that, my 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 guy Chris Brockman, who does the show with me, says when he comes on, we got to stop the show. I'm like, but we're on the radio. Like, what are we yeah, going to do? And this is again another, you know, philosophy that I've I've learned through the years is, you know, a good idea shouldn't be just discarded because you don't agree with it. Okay. So I'm like, he's like, we got it. We got to do it. Yeah. We get it. Like when he's on, we got to stop what we're talking about and talk about his show. And I'm like, but we can't show it. It's radio. He was right. We stopped. I got out of my host chair and I went right behind Chris. And so I could see it on the TV. Yeah. And I did the play by play of him playing man. the game master key. He mm -hmm. didn't take the middle key. He blew it, man. He blew it's it. a very oh. rare. It's a rare pricing game anyway. But that's. <laughs> <laughs> I've told you my my price is right, you know, um, experience here. And I think I'm, I've, I've proven my worth in loving this program more than anything else. Yeah. So my wife and I are big dog rescue people. Okay. She got invited to a dog rescue fundraiser one year. And the guy who was being honored was Bob Barker. Love it. Okay. okay. Now this Icon. is, this, that's not even saying yeah. properly, right? Fair enough. I yeah. mean, so. He, he's an icon in many different ways, many different ways, especially one, you know, somebody who just shows up all gray haired out of the blue one day. That was wild. But at any rate, so he he was the honoree that night and I went up to him. It was probably in like the mid aughts. I was on NFL Network for a few years and I'll go always go up to people who I love their work or I appreciate their work as long as they're not eating or peeing. I will, I will disturb them. Okay. Okay. And just tell them to their face. I appreciate you. Thank you. So I did that to Bob, but I, I mean, I just lost it. I, I just said to him, like, and plus I'll also roll the dice. Maybe they know me. Maybe they don't. If they don't, you know, I'm not heartbroken, mm -hmm. but if they know, then, then obviously it's easier to, to make the entree. Yeah. I go up to him. He has no idea who I am. <laughs> and, and, and I just say to him, look, I'm, I'm the host of NFL network on a show called NFL total access. And I speak to players all the time from 
all walks. I speak to players and football players and coaches and general managers and, and hall, from all walks of life, Hall of Famers and rookies. I speak to them from all different places in America. And I think to myself, whenever I, I, I interview these people, I think of you and the way you bring people into you know, contestants row. It doesn't matter who they're from. It doesn't matter their race, color, or creed. You welcome them all. Yeah. And I see how you do it. And I, I try to do that every day. So thank you. He pauses and he looks at me. He goes, so you want to hug it out? <laughs> <laughs> and I say, as a matter of fact, yes, <laughs> I do. And I hugged him. I embraced him. I might've lingered. Yeah. I don't care. Doesn't matter. So it happened. that's my way of buttoning up. Yeah. Do you want to hug it out? Let's hug it out. We're hugging. Oh, for those listening, we're hugging. That's elegant. You're almost as elegant of a hugger as you are a walker, sir. Thank you, sir. I, cannot, I appreciate that. <laughs> I, appreciate I can't tell that. you what honor this has been. It's been a blast. So um, how do we arrange this? Like, do I do we exchange numbers and then I? I yeah, you want to do it right now? I mean, we don't we don't have to do it like literally right now. Sure, but yeah. we can exchange numbers so I can reach out to you personally and say I'd like you on. Hey, and remember? Then, and then and you're like new phone who dis? Yeah. <laughs> So what are you talking about? Sorry. Oh, yeah, I don't know what this number is. So is that, if we can do that. And I'm not saying that you have to do it the first time I ask. You know, like, I understand you got stuff going on, you know. I at, mean, you, at this point, I will follow you into the gates of hell, I'm pretty sure. Fantastic. So, All right. Very good. We'll do that. Thanks for having me on, brother. Thank you, Rich. It's, you it's been it. such an honor. And uh, Right yeah. back at you. All righty. See you soon. <laughs> Welcome to the New Heights post-interview interview brought to you by Accelerator Active Energy Drink. What did you see in that conversation about Rich Eisen? You know, Rich Eisen is who we thought he was. Rich Eisen is who we thought he was. I've been watching him my whole life. It's fucking bullshit. ESPN, Sports Center, watching here all elegant like he's not a professional. He's the head of the NFL Network. Rich Eisen is who we thought he was. That's why I took the damn interview. Now you want to crown him? Go crown his ass. But Rich Eisen is who we thought he was. And we let him off the show. Are you going to prepare any different for the next one? I'm just going to drink uh, this accelerator energy drink. It's got uh, zero sugar, natural caffeine, sustained energy, plant-based thermogenics. Be ready to go. You can find Accelerator at Target, Albertson, Safeway, Quick Trip, and Hy-Vee. All righty. Well, that was the Rich Eisen interview. <laughs> I just, What'd you think? I love that dude, man. Yeah, he's the best. He is just the absolute best, and he definitely took it over. He it was Dude, his he show for an entire. It was he had a, me in a trance the entire time. It was <laughs> so elegant. From the moment he walked through the door, I was like, "Who? Best, what is man. this presence that is coming at me right team, now?" Man. And he did not disappoint. Um, what was your favorite part? I would say, uh, honestly, it was um, probably him saying that. Uh, SNL was a flex. I thought that was cool. That was obviously why I wasn't there. Um, yeah. But um, I'm pissed Ribbing that I missed bit. the opportunity to have Rich come on my show because I've been on his show so many times, man. And I'll go on his show anytime he asked me to because yeah. I absolutely love uh, love chopping it up with him like you guys did. But um, what was really cool was him talk about the the 40 at the Combine and, uh, yeah. and how much money they've raised and uh, just you know the fact that the uh, – he does it for charity year in, year out. 
And um, really, the, the time started to get better, but I don't know if it's going to get any better than it's at right now. <laughs> Shout out to Rich, man. Prove me wrong, Rich. He did talk about how, uh, Jason, you have to start doing stand-up now, which is um, which is kind of pretty spot on to, to what you like because we watched stand-up all the time growing up. Definitely in college. I feel like there was a Comedy Central did a Friday night stand-up like just run of like standups all night. And I remember yeah, we, sitting we, we love the comedy central presents all that stuff. And we you would, uh, we would always hit it. Yeah. I think, you know, the, uh, the interview was awesome. It was great to hear all the combine stuff, the history behind it, the 40. Um, I think the thing that really, uh, was new to me, one of the newest things that I heard throughout the whole thing was that rich started as a standup comedian at Michigan. And I think, um, I've always been interested in trying it. Uh, maybe that'll be one of our uh, get out the house uh, segments this Dude. year. Me and you. Let's open dive mic. in it. Let's do open it. Open mic. Let's dive See in, baby. Do? See, how, See how we do. No more, no more than 10 minutes, though. No more than 10 minutes. I want to I want to turn into a jackass on stage. I just want to be funny. It's fair enough. And I don't know how I'm going to react to people not laughing at my jokes. So I'm going to keep it we'll right there out. at 10 minutes and uh, let's have some fun with it. I'm down. Let's see I'm what in. we can uh, see what we can come up with. I'd love going out to L.A. and uh, going to the comedy store and the Laugh Factory all the fun uh, stand-up spots out there where you'll literally see anybody walk through the door. Now, you actually know stand-up comedians, so I don't want you having 100% any of these asking guys them to write your... No, 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 no. Only original content. Only original content. <laughs> all right, I promise I won't. Don't be having Santino write down any jokes for you. Andrew I'll Santino, baby. That's my dog right there. He'll, he, I'll, just, I'll just ask him for a few of his that he hasn't said yet. Yeah. See, this you think is, he'll let me get him? Santino, don't do this. He'll probably, he'll probably tell me to not. fuck off. If Santino's writing your jokes, I'm getting Bobby Lee to write my jokes. <laughs> I mean, all right. Deal. I don't know you, Bobby Lee. Please this. help me out. I just saw Bobby Lee out there, man. He killed it. I, I think uh, he's one of my favorites, too. Mad TV, man. Dude. Classics. Iconic. Joe Burrow. You, uh, you admitted that you tried to recruit Joe Burrow to the University of Cincinnati. I did. Cincinnati well, reached out to me. Um, they said, hey, we're... We, there's this kid at Ohio State who's transferring. Oh, I guess I already just told the story, so I don't need to retell the story. Yeah. But yeah, no, Big that's fig. a that's a real story. They reached out to me, tried to get me to recruit him. Uh, yeah, best decision Joe ever made. Went to LSU and uh, <laughs> won him a national championship. <laughs> won him a national championship. But and found then, his but he, way back. But to he Cincinnati couldn't escape the five one three. He could not escape Cincinnati, baby. They came a calling. Shout out to Joey B for being an Ohio stud. Yeah, no, that was a fun ass interview. Obviously, we got all the love in the world for Rich, and um, we've uh, we had a lot of love for him over the years, man, and more power to sure. him uh, moving on. Yep. Glad uh, we were finally able to get you on the show, Rich, and be uh, – obviously, I, I did a call in last week, but I cannot wait to uh, make uh, an appearance on the Rich Eisen Show, as you alluded to multiple times in our interview. Uh, so thanks for that. And, uh, yeah, I think that wraps it up. That's it. Another episode of New Heights is in the books. Shazam! Thank you so much to Rich Eisen for coming on the pod and uh, sitting down with me. Sorry that Travis big-timed you with SNL. Make sure you're subscribed on YouTube and uh, follow us on the New Heights channel so you can keep up to date with all the new videos and things as they drop. Uh, listen and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts. And uh, don't forget, Wednesday, April 26th Do is going to be forget. our first live it's episode. It's about to go down. In Kansas City, uh, yeah, you can start buying tickets on Ticketmaster March 24th at 10 a.m. Eastern. Mm. Uh, so make sure you got the laptops ready. I have no idea what the venue uh, max is, so, um, you know, snooze you lose. 
Hopefully it's a lot, and hopefully yeah. you, you fill that thing up. Everybody go ahead and uh, and join us. It'll be a fun time, and who knows, we might open this thing doing a stand-up. And don't forget our merch at the uh, at Amish.com uh, slash New Heights. You can check out all of our merch down there and uh, check out some cool T-shirts. And um, you know, we're looking forward to having some maybe merch giveaways at the live uh, mm. event. If it's free, give me three, baby. Mm. Once again, New Heights is presented by Wave Sports and Entertainment and brought to you by our friends at Fireball. Fireball. Follow the show on all social media platforms at New Heights Show with one S for fun clips throughout the week of this episode. And then thanks to our production and crew. You guys make this easy on us and uh, we always have a blast. Appreciate you guys making us look way better than we are and hope that the live show is way better than what I'm thinking of right now. Um, what do you think of it? I don't know. I'm thinking it might be live. And thank you to our 92 percenters for always tuning in. We love you guys. Appreciate you guys rocking with us again. And until the next time, peace. You're going to find out firsthand how good these producers are at that live show.